0: and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for being here tonight. You couldn't be almost anywhere in the world but you're right here with me live on the show and I appreciate y'all for that. You got a whole lot going on tonight all over the internets, all over social media, mainstream media, everywhere. Schools are back segregated in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks to a black principal Placing black kids in two classes, white kids in six classes. What's going on with that? We'll talk about that in a little bit. Also, Obama's birthday bash, action packed, filled with celebrities, no distancing, no masks, nothing of the sort. Are you going to question it? You're not sophisticated enough to question it. This is a vaccinated, sophisticated crowd, so we don't want it here your complaints. Oh, it doesn't really work that well. It can't stop the spread, talking about the the, the, the juice. Oh, well, look, it doesn't matter. We could do whatever we want. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Also, did you guys see that video I did about the scammer babysitter? I mean, I've seen some scams in my day, but good night. That has to be one of the top 10 worst of all time. We'll talk about that in a little bit as well. And a lot of you guys that told me about this rock out there at UW-Madison that was considered racist, we'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of ABL Live. <laughs> and I thank y'all for joining. Definitely appreciate you guys. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show. Now, I appreciate y'all for that. Thank you for tuning in. Glad y'all are here. We got a whole lot to discuss tonight, but first, if you just now coming in, if you're watching it on the restream, whatever you do, hit that like button for me. That helps me out tremendously. If you're not subscribed already, do do so as well. Um, all of that helps out a whole lot. So like the video, share the video, subscribe to the channel, do all that good stuff. Also, if you're listening on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether that be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc., Please give me a five-star rating, a review, a comment, a share, whatever you can do on that particular platform, please do so. That'll help me out a whole lot as well. And shout out to all my sponsors. You guys already know how it is. Uh, Shout out to PatriotPost.us, the best source of news and information on the internets, PatriotPost.us. A lot of my work is on there. A lot of my friends' work is on there. They have their own staff, been around for a very long time. Been around for many, many, many years. PatriotPost.us. Check them out. They're conservative. They're local out here in Chattanooga, Tennessee. So shout out to them. Big fans of what they do over at PatriotPost.us. Also, I got to give my my boys in the back, B-H-E-Designs.com, a big shout out. They make my flags back here. I, I got four flags on the wall. I got my old ones and new ones, everything. They make a bunch of flags, handmade wooden American, just for you. However you want it. You want it just like these, that's fine. You want some that are smaller, different, custom made, bhedesigns.com is where you go. And the links for everything will be in the description below this video. If you're listening to audio only, there should be some kind of description section and everything should be right there in the, the mix. Also, of course, my own website, ablmerch.com, hats, t-shirt, stickers, hoodies, mugs, and more. All of that's in the box. And of course, anthonyblogan.com. Whenever I do a video, I always write an article, whether it's a long article, short article, or whatever. But what I always do is source my material. I'll never tell you a thing as a fact without sourcing it. Never. I'll give you my opinion about certain things. Like, I could say that, uh, Lori Lightfoot looks like Beetlejuice that's just my humble opinion that's just how I feel I'm not really going to be able to fact check that aside from some side by side comparisons and then you be the judge but after I give you a fact like saying the vaccine cannot stop the spread according to the CDC director Rochelle Walensky I'll give you that evidence black and white audio video always on and I'm going to talk about that as well this whole thing with the vax and it can't stop the spread. You know, I was in the argument in a, on a Facebook argument, which I, I I try not to do, but they keep bringing me back. They keep calling me. It keeps calling me. And I'm trying to tell this guy, because I was seeing some stuff going on, I'm like, you know what? I got to tell this man that this does not stop the spread. Okay. And he wasn't really understanding. I'm like, look, man. It does not stop to spread. Oh, yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It does not. The CDC itself says it doesn't. And that's right I to tell him over and over again. Look, man, you're wrong. You're incorrect. So then I had to dig up the video of the CDC director saying it. And even when I showed him the video, he still didn't believe it. It's like, sir, the CDC director got on TV on CNN and said it without me trying to, you know, um, uh, interpret without me trying to cut it off and take it out of context. She said it, but it still wasn't enough. Matter of fact, I'm going to put the video up right now just so I can show you um, what I am dealing with. All right, give me one second here. And thank y'all again for joining. I can't do this without y'all. And y'all know that to be 1,000% true. Let me go ahead and get this the way I want it. And then we can go in and show that. So this is CDC director Rochelle Walensky on CNN with, I think this is Wolf Blitzer. That's what it looks like. So let's play this video and you can hear the audio if you're not watching on video to hear what she says about the, about the juice for the bug.
1: Um, our vaccines are working exceptionally well they continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death they prevent it but what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission
0: now let's if you didn't if, if if you missed that let's run it back and I'll play the entire thing this is CDC director Rochelle Walensky not a staffer not some random doctor the director of the CDC and remember This is where Twitter and Facebook and YouTube, this is who they refer to when they want to fact check you. Oh, the CD says this, this, and this, and this. This is who they're referring to, her, Rochelle Walensky. And also the CDC, that's where we get the eviction moratorium. So if you are a landlord and you have a tenant that wants to smoke crack all day and don't want to pay no rent and you can't evict them, she is the reason why. Now, is she a member of Congress? No. Is she the president, vice president, speaker of the House, majority whip? No. Just the Center for Disease Control and Prevention director. That's it. But well, let's run it back, and you can hear it from the very beginning so you don't have anything taken out of context at all. One more time.
1: Okay. Um, Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it, but what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you're going home to somebody who has not been vaccinated, to somebody who can't get vaccinated, somebody who might be immunosuppressed or a little bit uh, frail, somebody who has um, uh, comorbidities that put them at high risk, I would suggest you wear a mask in public indoor settings. Okay. Um,
0: I mean, how much more plain can it get? I showed this person that and they still were not believing it. I showed it to the person. I'm like, look, here it is. Black and white. You know, without when, when I equated it to it's like you're trying to tell these 45-year-old normies that the vaccine is not stopped to spread. It's like telling a five-year-old little boy that Santa Claus is not real on Christmas Day. You know, you, you can't do stuff like that. You got to just, you know, have everything be the way it is. But this is what the equivalent to telling these people certain things does to them—it it breaks their world. It, it breaks their world, and it's really a shame. But hey, it, it is what it is. Now that I got that out the way, I wanted to—I wanted to show that video for a while. I, I'm a, matter of fact, I'm gonna show that. I'm show that every show because people don't understand when I talk about the 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 vax and I say how it should be your own choice whether you want to get it or not. Because people, they think that you can, they they think a couple of things. They think that the vaccine can cure you. They think that it can stop you from getting it. And they they think it can stop you from spreading it. That's all false. It's all false. All that it can do, according to Rochelle Walensky, according to the CDC, according to even maybe even Dr. Fauci, who we know is wrong a lot going back to the HIV AIDS epidemic, but that's a different story. I digress all that it can do is allegedly reduce your symptoms that is it and that is all nothing else and we don't know the long term things that are going to happen with it we don't know we're still we're still trying to figure it out day by day and i was reading something else that um they 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 made something oh now the cdc says if you're a pregnant woman you should get the the shot as well but they were also saying that that might not be a thing you should do because it could cause blood clots. But then they said, no, nah, go ahead and get it. And the, the funny part is that um, they, well, certain outlets say pregnant women should get it. But if you saw the trending topic on Twitter, it said pregnant people. Now, if you're not really in tune with all these, you know, all, all the little language cues they give you, all the little dog whistles, Pregnant women is the appropriate thing to say because if you are not a woman, you cannot be pregnant. Yes, I mean that's just what it is. But in in the new woke culture that we got going on, someone may be born as a woman, but instead of ovaries, woman, and everything else, and then later on they identify as a male, so they are male identifying while at the same time being pregnant with a baby. So they can't say pregnant women. They got to say pregnant people because according to science, I suppose you could be a pregnant man, but I was always told if we're going to trust the science and believe the science, I was always told that you cannot be a man and get pregnant. Hey, if I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments. If I'm wrong about biology, If I'm wrong about basic things like that, let me know in the comments. But I'm being told something different now. So the same people that say trust the science, believe in the science, don't trust and believe in basic science. They're talking about things they don't know yet, about what's the effects of this thing's going to be as far as the the shot. They don't know. I don't know. They don't know. But yet they have all the science behind them some kind of way. But things that we do know, like, Men can't have babies. Oh, that's kind of a it's kind of a gray area, man. You don't want to be a bigot. It's it's so dumb, but it is what it is.
1: <laughs>
0: I mean, this this whole identify thing, and I th- I feel like a lot of these kids are going on TikTok, making complete fools of themselves, uh, making up genders every single day. Shout out to libs of TikTok, l i b s o f t i k t o k, libs of TikTok on Twitter. They post a lot of the trash from TikTok. And it's these kids, it's like 15, 16 or younger, talking about some kind of new sexuality. It's always a new thing. It's always some kind of new random banner, random colors. I mean, just the dumbest thing. And it's all just to gain attention, to gain some type of internet clout by making up some random weird thing, trying to go viral by being the... Most ridiculous. That's kind of what it boils down to. And then we all got to play along with it. I'm not, I don't know about y'all, but I'm pretty much tired of playing along with nonsense. I'm just not going to do it. If I see some ridded bull looking dude in front of me with a wig going, talking about my, my, my pronouns are he, her. I'm like, man, look, all right, just cut it out, sir. Go sit down, have a, a lemonade, sweet tea, and just eat your chicken fingers and get out my face. I'm not trying to do this today. Okay you look lucky you could deadlift about 500 pounds with no sweat. Get out of my face. You got the shoulders of uh, somebody that lifts logs for a living, okay? Your back is made to be a taxi. You could carry about four passengers on your back with no support all day long, and you'd be good money. So I don't want to hear what your pronouns are, mister, but I digress. (laughs) We got topics on deck. I'm going to get to those right quick and keep it moving. Okay, now, have you guys seen the video I did or the topic in general of school segregation? Now, in Atlanta, Georgia, an elementary school is now segregated by race, not by academic performance or anything of the sort, by race. Okay, here's the story if you didn't see it. A black woman has her child in an elementary school. I'm not sure if it's the son or daughter or whatever. Going to elementary school, And the mother called the school trying to get her child put into a specific class because she thinks that this teacher would be a good fit for her child. But the principal, another black woman says, nah, um, you can't do that because that's not one of the black classes. So the mom's like, excuse me, what you mean black classes? What are you talking about? Like, she's not thinking what she's saying as far as black meaning for black kids. But the principal, again, the black woman was like, nah, we have black and white classes. So there's classes for black kids and there's classes for white kids. I think there's two classes for the black kids with their own teachers and six classes for the white kids with their own teachers. And the the principal didn't really explain why, as far as I know, but they were able to call the school and get some other person, some administrator on the line who I think was also black, and they were talking about, well, wish we had more black kids and the black kids need different services. What does that really mean? That can mean a variety of things. First of all, aside from what it means, it's illegal. You cannot do that. Okay, you're a public school. You get federal funding, state funding. Uh, That's called discrimination based on race. Okay, we have the Civil Rights Act, 1964. You're violating that 1,000%. And the mom did, however, follow a suit, a civil suit with the Department of Education. So this this might go to the the Supreme Court. If it it, it shouldn't go all the way there, it should be handled pretty early in, you know, lower court. You cannot segregate schools based on race. Now, if kids want to go to the lunch table and sit amongst themselves, you can't police that unless you have assigned seating. But if you have open seating, they could sit wherever they want. Same thing with the bus or whatever. Same thing with a neighborhood. If you want to live in an area that's mostly one race or whatever, that's your business. But the school can't mandate. There go that mandate word again. The school can't mandate kids of a particular race be in this class and of that race be in those classes. That is 1,000% illegal. But this is what we've, I mean, this has been a long time coming. We did kind of a full circle civil rights movement, people getting shot, beat up, all of that, to end the government uh, segregation, to end that. Because that's what it was. It was a government. The government says we got to have separate facilities. That's just what it is. Now, some people might want to have that for their business, but for the most part, it's a government. You can't be over here. You got to be over there. That's just what it was. That ended in the 60s, but here we are going right back to it and it's not just right there at the elementary school that's happening well maybe probably specifically like you got a black class and a white class that's something that you've not really seen in quite a few years but it's not just there that something like this is happening look to higher education look at some of the woke education right and some of the woke education you have um the graduation separated you got a black graduation Latino graduation, LGBTQ, Elemental P, X, Y, Z, ABCDEFG graduation, and then a regular graduation. What's, what's regular mean? Does regular mean white? Is white like the standard? Is that what you guys think? Not you guys in the chat watching. You guys are, you know, rocket scientists, and I know that. And I'm, I'm not being funny. I'm being serious. You guys are very smart. I'm talking about those that are engaging in it. So when you have segregated graduations, when you have Uh, Black Student Union, Latino Student Union, Asian Student Union, LGBTQ, P Student Union. When you have black colleges still, 2021, when it's an issue to go to a uh, primarily white college and you get kind of made fun of for doing that in 2021, it's no surprise that a product of that kind of environment and academia would go to a school and segregate classes. She's already been brainwashed to do it from K through 12 in college. Now she's in a leadership role. Why not? And it's very same person. I guarantee you. I guarantee you, this is Atlanta. Okay. Black Mecca, black Hollywood, all this and that the home of, okay, I made $30,000. I'm in management. I'm balling. Okay. I'm, I'm balling. I'm rich. That's, that's Atlanta. I go there all the time. I don't live far away. I know what it is. In this place, you have that going on. That person, I guarantee you, would never, ever vote for Donald Trump or any conservative. Period. Joe Biden, Biden Biden-Harris. When Kamala Harris won, I guarantee she had on the chucks and the pearls. Guarantee. And if you ask her, hey, why don't you want to vote for Trump? Give Trump a chance. Oh, they racist. They racist. They racist. Oh, they're racist, huh? Is that right? But what are you doing with the segregation? Oh, that's 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 progress. Progress? How is it progress to go backward in time before 1964 Civil Rights Act? What are we doing? But that's what they think. They've been brainwashed to think this way. I mean, is there a Yuri Bezmenov book? I feel like I talk about him a lot. But that video and several videos, lectures he's done, it, it tell you everything that you need to know. I feel like I think maybe um, there was so much anti Russia hate for a few reasons. The first thing is I gotta be a boogeyman that is not, it, it's, it's gotta be a white boogeyman beyond America to blame American problems on. Okay, so the Starbucks closed down um, up the road, or well, the Russians, they hacked a the server and they demanded a bunch of cryptocurrency. That's why I shut down. Gas prices went up. Oh, Russian hackers. Food prices going up, Russian hackers. Forget about all the money that's being pumped into the economy. And as a result, you have inflation. And forget about a lack of productivity because of all the fake money being pumped into the economy from the federal government, giving to people, incentivizing laziness, incentivizing them not working. Therefore, a lack of production happens as a result. And since there's less production, you're going to have higher prices because there's a scarcity of items due to a lack of production that causes inflation rather than blaming those obvious reasons for prices going up. We're going to blame the Russian hackers. The Russians are mostly Christian, mostly white nation. So blame it on them. Also, a lot of Russian people will tell you what's going on in America is not going to work. This communism, socialism is not going to work. They've already lived through it. They know what the, how, how the whole game works. There's always so long you can live on someone else's money before you can't live on their money anymore. That's how this whole thing operates. It's always the same way. It's never any way different, ever. It's always the same. <laughs> yeah, they hacked the sun. Exactly, uh, Shinobi. Russians hacked the sun. Russians hacked the road, give you potholes. That's what they did. Rather than just saying, you know what, we're not doing a good job here, governing, you wouldn't blame the outside world. You wouldn't blame the foreign white man. It's all right to be xenophobic when it comes to the white man, but when it comes to the Chinese guy sending you a whole bioweapon, you can't be be, um, xenophobic then. You can't call it the Chinese virus, although it came from China in a lab, and it could have been intentional to infect the entire world, to take over the entire world. They may have the cure over there, but they won't give it to you. Remember when... Uh, the virus was raging over in Wuhan. It was raging. We all saw it. Y'all saw the videos. You had guys dying, killing over, coughing up blood, all this, that, and the third. It was much worse over there than what we have seen over here, at least from the videos. I was seeing some Resident Evil type stuff. I'm talking about, I'm expecting them guys to turn into zombies and start clicking everywhere. I, I'm expecting 28 days later to happen at any moment in China. I thought I was watching a video game. We saw all that unfold on the internet, on television in real time. But what did they do over in China? They shut down travel between Wuhan and Shanghai, Beijing and anywhere else. They shut down the entire Ube province, but they were allowing flights to leave the country and spread the germ to Italy, to other parts of Europe, to North America, South America, wherever And it wasn't no problem, but it wasn't on purpose. Okay. I'm not saying it was, but if it, if it, if it was, then there's no surprise. We saw what happened. The media want to tell you, don't believe your own eyes. We're going to be your eyes. So don't, don't look, just keep your eyes shut and we'll tell you what to see. People believe in it. That's why when I showed that video of Rochelle Walensky saying that the vaccine does not stop spread, people still don't want to believe it because they're already being brainwashed. They've already been told that the vaccine will fix everything, it'll save everything, and the reason why they about to go back on lockdown is because of the unvaccinated not even knowing that the Pfizer vaccine was only forty-two percent effective, forty-two percent effective in month of July, so fifty-eight percent ineffective. So. If the shot in July, Pfizer, that is, if it's on 58%, well, 42% effective, 58% ineffective, then the majority of people that got that shot didn't even need it. If it didn't work 60% of the time, then what's the, what was the point in getting it to begin with? You'd be better off just going out there living your life as normal. But whatever. I digress. Um... But the whole thing is crazy, and I think that it all starts from uh, early age, K through 12 education. That's how you're able to get brainwashed in this way, and it's always the same story wherever you go. And speaking about um, the the juice, the bug, and the spread, and everything else, let's talk about that Barack Obama birthday party. Did you guys see the party? Oh, he was having a good old time, wasn't he? Cutting the rug out there in uh, Martha's Vineyard. 30 acres, state, $12 million. The, the funniest thing in the world to me is when I talk about guys like Sean King, right? He has a house out there in Jersey worth like $850,000. Guys are like, oh, that ain't no money, ABL. That ain't no money. That's that's modest living, almost a million dollars. I mean, how many guys can really afford that in the world, in the whole world? Not even just the US In the whole world. How many guys can afford to have a house that's like a million dollars? Is that, is that cheap all of a sudden? I'm just trying to, is that cheap? And then my question is, what does Sean King do to make that kind of money? His wife is a student, as far as I know, a PhD candidate. A PhD, like not an actual practicing, like a practicing nurse. I, I'm, I'm not really sure what she does, but he's a breadwinner. Now, all I know about Sean King, a.k.a. Talcum X, a.k.a. Martin Luther Cream, all I know about him is that he goes around rabble-rousing about race, talking about how bad the white man is and how downtrodden the black man is while being a white man himself, pretending to be a black guy. I will never get beyond this guy, Sean King, pretending to be black. That is the cringiest thing. And like I said before, back in the day when I was still on the left, I would see him a lot on the Internet talking about certain black issues. I'm like, okay, that's a white ally. Cool. Great. That's what I thought back in like 2013, 2014. I, I would see him. He's been around for quite a long time on the internets. Um, but I never thought he was actually black. I'm like, okay, you got a white ally. That's great. Cool. But then as I started to, you know, just observe more, people said, "Now nah, he's black. It's like, nah, you, you're playing, right? You, th- you think he's black? I mean, come on. Let's Let's stop. This whole one drop rule. And and no one dropped. This man came straight from um, the Caucasus Mountains. He came straight from the Pyrenees, straight from Ireland or somewhere like yesterday. If he was to go to Europe and just let his hair grow out and get rid of that little stupid goatee and the little baby mustache. If he let his hair grow out for like a month, you put him in Europe, he blends right in. He looks like an Irish potato farmer right now today. If his, if his hair grew out, he'd be Conor McGregor's brother. They they could be twins. Not really, but you understand what I'm saying? The guy has no black at all. That's like me trying to say that I'm white. Can I get that off? Can I say, you know what? Since my, and it, here, here's the actual true story about me, if you didn't know. I've said it before, but I'm going to say it one more again for those who have not heard it. My great-grandfather, who I knew, who I met, who did not pass away until I was like 10 or 11, when he was like in his mid to late 80s, he was actually mixed, black and white, black and Irish, actually. So I do have white ancestry in me, at least from his side, that I was able to actually see in person. I knew him. He had the wavy hair and everything. Okay. I, And it, it was a fact that he was black and white. So that's one drop right there in me, right? So can I sit here and say I'm white? Is that is that going to work? Are you going to believe that? If I, if I put on a blonde wig and be like, yeah, I'm white. I got the ancestry. Here's my DNA, 1% white. Is that going to fly? And I don't think Sean King even has that, but yet people love, people. just let him do what he wants to do. Anyway, I kind of got off point. Let's go back to Mr. Obama and his party at the $12 million estate. Oh, the reason why I said Sean King and the money is because I was being told it's no money, but it's like, what does he really do to get a million dollar house? What does he do to get that? How are how you able to afford that? What do you bring to the table aside from this victimhood narrative, aside from grievance culture? And the same thing about Barack Obama. How does he afford this estate, 30-acre, $12 million? That's, that's just one of his homes. He has other homes. He had a home in Chicago. Did he sell it? I'm not really sure. But I remember watching um, that home in action. They had all types of gates and security and whatnot. Uh, but the same guy would say open a southern border up. And if you have a border wall, that's racist. But if you have a wall in your house, then that's not racist. Anyway, he had a home in DC as well. Martha's Vineyard, $12 million, 30 acres. He has a gigantic party, has a big tent out there. And and the funniest thing, um, one of the one of the other funny things I saw was people defending him, talking about oh, the party was outside okay, you see a giant circus tent with walls, a ceiling, windows. Is that outside? It's not inside his actual house, but is it outside? It's like New York where they have the outdoor dining. It's like, yeah, um, it's not inside the restaurant, but there's like a makeshift shack type deal out there so it has um it has a a roof and windows hvac all that good stuff it's like come on that is not outdoors it's indoors because you're inside so here is the the venue you see it on the screen right there that's his home in the back of course at the top of the picture that's his home the sprawling 30 acre estate and there is the, the clown tent right there. Looks pretty enclosed to me. Looks pretty enclosed and pretty massive as well. And a lot of people were in there. Uh, there was controversy because they said it was like 600 people. Um, well, it was supposed to be that many. 400 guests and 200 staff to help make sure everything went well. Everybody gets their drinks on time, their Hennessy, their watermelon, I'm, I'm not being racist. They had that there at the party. They were eating and drinking Hennessy watermelon chicken. That's what they had. Scout honor. But this this is okay, right? This is okay. But if you want to send your kids to school with no mask going so they can breathe, your eight-year-old little boy or girl no mask, depending upon where you live, it might, it might be an issue. Oh, because we got the variants and the variance, all this and that. Meanwhile, throughout the entire time, they said that kids almost never have any kind of complications. And when they do show kids that have complications, they're looking like they're one hamburger away from a thousand pounds on a metric scale. Like they look like they can, you need the, the, the whale um, scale to weigh them properly. That's just calling it what it is. Let's not, let's not play games. If you have complications as a very young person, you just generally are not healthy. You've never seen a six-year-old boy on a ventilator because of this. Just, 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 Just be real. And if you do, then he already had problems that existed long before this bug came into his life. But here is the venue, and they said, you know what? If you think that this is somehow wrong or whatnot, then you just don't understand because this was a vaccinated and sophisticated crowd. Can I find that right quick? I I need to find that just so I can show it to you one more time. I know I did the video, but I got to show it to you. I have to. Circus tent for all the clowns. That's right, Teresa. Circus tent for all the clowns. Big facts. And can we see it here? Hold on. Ah, there we go. One more time. One more time um other people said you know this is really being overblown they're following all the safety precautions people are going to sporting events that are bigger than this this is going to be safe this is a sophisticated
2: vaccinated crowd and and this is just about optics it's not about safety
0: i mean it's told to you right there you see but we already knew this we already knew that's how they how they how they operate they could do whatever they want because they're sophisticated they're vaccinated they can do whatever and then my thing is, what's the point in even saying the whole vaccinated part? Because I showed you at the beginning, Roshelle Walensky said the vaccine cannot stop the spread and it cannot stop you from getting it. You are going to catch it, according to the CDC director, and spread it. All they can do is reduce your symptoms. So why does it matter if they got the shot or not? You can still catch it and spread it. And if we're trying to reduce the spread by having masks and lockdowns and things of that nature, then how can they justify this party? How can anyone that went to that party say anything about wearing masks, staying home, staying inside, locking down? How can they say anything about it? How can Barack Obama or Big Mike, I mean, Michelle, how can they say anything about masks or lockdown anymore? They can't because you can't have this whole thing, you know, do as I say, never as I do. If you want me to do something, you lead by example. I'm not going to do it anyway, but if I was going to do it, then I want to see you do it too. Don't tell me to do thing that you don't want to do. Don't say, hey, drink. This is safe. And then I say, you drink it first. No, I'm good. You drink it. It's fine, though. If you if you don't want to drink it, that lets me know that it's probably not safe and I shouldn't drink it. That's common sense. Maybe you didn't put something in it. Maybe you didn't spike my drink. I don't know what's going on. But at the end of the day, I think common sense needs to come into play. And if these guys are doing whatever they want to do, having these lavish birthday parties with celebrities, Erica Badu and... Um, all these singers, Chrissy Teigen was there, by the way, with John Legend. Like I said, I think that, um, she's being canceled among the normies, but not among the political elite. With all these guys there, I don't want to hear a peep out of them anymore. I don't want to hear it anyway, but now I have evidence to use against them. If I see them post anything on the Twitters or going on television, I'm going to say, Hey, look, look at right here. Here's, here's a photograph for you right here. You said this. You did this. I don't want to hear what you said, what you was talking about anymore. I'm, I'm pretty much through with that, but i move right along. And thank you for being here yet again. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far tonight, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Oh, let's talk about your man, Andrew Cuomo, right quick before we get to the um, the scaring babysitter. So Andrew Cuomo is gone. Finally, uh, I think we all hard as coming. I figured that this this whole sexual harassment scandal would be the the last straw. That that'd be what gets him. And as I said before, it's amazing how this got him. But the nursing home scandal, where I'm hearing thousands of seniors died in nursing homes in New York unnecessarily because of his policy of putting COVID positive patients in a nursing home. I, I'm surprised that didn't get him, but the sexual harassment allegations did. And there's been no convictions or anything like that. So I can just say allegations because he's not been, well, you know what? I take that back. He did confess to doing some of it because let's go back. Um, The attorney general, Leticia James came out with a report talking about Andrew Cuomo. Um, he, He sexually harassed women and it was an uncomfortable workplace and, their investigation found that he did do it. Now it's not a criminal investigation because he's not been charged with anything. He's not been locked up or read his rights. So it's just an internal investigation. This is what they think happened. This is their opinion, I suppose. But part of the complaint was he kissed people, kissed women on on, on the cheek. Uh, he said something like Chow Bella, you know, just getting a little bit too touchy feely. That was the crux of the report. And if I'm wrong about that, let me know in the comments. He said that he does get touchy-feely with men, with women, had that really cringy um, photo montage, that photo gallery of himself, um, kissing on people. And he's like, well, I'm Italian, so hey, this is just what I do. He doesn't mean anything bad by it. And you know what? Maybe some things he says, maybe that's right. Maybe as far as, you know, a kissing the cheek and stuff like that, Maybe that's right. However, we still have not addressed you doing some other things that are a little bit too graphic to say right here on this stream that you were accused of. Not just some of the Italian grandma kisses. Not just that, sir. How about some of the other stuff that I can't even really say right here that you've been accused of? or oh, you didn't address that. So there could be a criminal investigation and or charge right there in the future. But anyway, he did confess to some of it. And, um, what was I gonna say? As far as some of the women, oh, and that 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 montage was so cringy. I'm like, why would you do that? This is not gonna help your your case. And let's not forget how Andrew Cuomo was the guy that came out against Brett Kavanaugh, talking about what Brett Kavanaugh did, talking about well, he needs to get investigated and he shouldn't be confirmed right now believe all women trust. Okay. You want to believe all women trust the investigation when it comes to Brett Kavanaugh trying to become a Supreme court justice. But then when it comes to you, oh, we don't want to do that anymore. And if you want to live by that me too sore, you're going to die by that as well. Because as far as I know, and if I'm wrong, please correct me. But me too, does not give much leeway to cultural norms. All right. You want to say how you are Italian and you do the Italian grandma kiss or the granddad or whatever, kiss on the cheek and child bella, all this and that, you know, eating the pizza. You want to talk about all that cultural stuff. Me too does not really take that into consideration. Believe all women. Okay. You're an Italian guy kissing me on the cheek. Guess what? Sexual harassment. And believe what I say. Well, you use it against Brett Kavanaugh now using it against you. So it is what it is. Cuomo laid his bed. Now he's got a lie in it. But like I said, I think that the actual problem was the nursing home scandal. I mean, thousands of seniors died. And the craziest part is when he had the the hospital ship right there in the Hudson River, ready to be used. 1,200 beds this ship had and 1,200 staff. The staff, what did they do most of the time? Playing on their cell phone. Playing on their cell phone. Doing nothing because there's no patients They said they might have had 20 patients on board the entire time, somewhere around that number, 20 out of 1,200, yet you got um, overcrowded hospitals, allegedly, nursing homes, chock full of COVID positive patients. Why? Did you refuse to use this shit because you wanted to spite Donald Trump and kill your own citizens? We knew from the beginning that seniors were the most at risk from this virus. And we knew that you couldn't really have these crowded areas because it could spread like that. But he refused to actually listen to the science that we knew at the time and threw him in there anyway. Thousands of seniors died. Thousands. That should have been really a criminal offense, a war crime type thing, but it kind of was just like, ah, no big deal. Here comes the Me Too movement, now he has gone. But I think maybe they were done with him. They, they were done. Remember how the media... He was media darling, just like Michael Avenatti. Michael Avenatti going on TV every other day, interviewing. and talking about, you could be the next president, gassing them up. Gassing them up. giving them all kind of undue praise, undue confidence. Michael Avenatti. And now where is he? Independent tension. Big Rocks, Little Rocks. Same thing with Andrew Cuomo. If he goes to jail, I wouldn't be surprised because his usefulness has expired. You know, the thing about useful idiots, You okay, for a while, when you're doing what they want you to do, when you're useful to them, oh, they love you. You know, the, the deep state, government, whatever you, whoever you want to label them as, they were using them. Okay, we're going to put you on TV. We'll give you an Emmy Award for your TV appearances during this pandemic. We know you're lying and stuff about some of the updates you're talking about on television. You're not talking about the seniors that are dying in the real way. You're not speaking on your sexual harassment allegations and sexual assault allegations, but... You do a pretty good job speaking on television, calm and the citizens. Here's your Emmy Award. Take that. Matter of fact, here's your Emmy. All right, sir. Take that. Cool. Okay, you want a book deal? We'll give you $5 million. There ain't nothing. $5 million is a book deal. Oh, the book flopped. Nobody bought it. So what? You got paid. So don't even worry about it. They gave him everything he wanted. He can go on TV with his brother and joke about his childhood, having the big um, Q tip swab, playing around with that. Like you like America's American gladiator. Cool. Everything's going great. Everything is going swell. Oh, and of course, um, thank you, um, Dent Machine. Uh, Your man, Don Lemon, talking about he's got a crush on him. Oh, not only Don Lemon, but also Trevor Noah. Uh, They're they're quote unquote Cuomo sexual. It's what they said. Then when it's like, okay, he's done. We have no more use for him. Throw him away. You went from being a quote-unquote Cuomo sexual to he's trash, worst governor ever, Um, believe all women. That's how they do because his usefulness has expired. Now, how about his brother, Chris Cuomo? Is he talented as an anchor? What does he bring to the table? Can we get somebody else to be right there in that primetime slot that can do the same thing he does? Surely you can. Because how hard is it to find another another anchor somewhere on local television, a different mainstream network to replace him? Okay, they can get Don Lemon to do two hours and it won't be nothing. Okay, give him a little bit more makeup, a little more coffee or something like that. and He'll be good to go for another hour. It's nothing. Okay, matter of fact, put a black trans woman right there in Chris Cuomo's place. Oh, because we threw his brother away. We can't keep him here. It's going to be awkward because the story for a while has been Andrew Cuomo stepping down from the governor of New York. Chris can't talk about it. Chris cannot talk about stepping down. He can't speak on the sexual harassment. He can't speak on the seniors dying. And, and Chris Cuomo was involved with a lot of this stuff. When these allegations came to light, he's on the phone giving counsel Oh, you should do X, Y, and Z, bro. You should do this for that, bro. That's all documented. He's, he's got it go too. You're going from oh, he's so handsome and he's so great to now he's trashed, thrown away. That's how they do. And these guys are gonna be super angry when it happens. But hey, to prevent the anger, we will put you in jail. That's where Michael Avenatti is in penitentiary right now. Oh, you want to get angry? All right, go to jail <laughs> and just and just have that be that. I'm telling you, these people, they don't really care. They they get whatever they want and they move on. But I digress. Uh oh, the babysitter. Did you guys see the scammer babysitter? This was the craziest story I've seen in a while. And you know what? This is why I say stop the welfare state. Get rid of the welfare state because this is subsidizing a lot of these problems. People ain't doing nothing but scamming. People think that, oh, You can't eliminate the welfare state ABL. People really need it. They need to get, you know, they they need X, Y, and Z. It's like, no, no, no. See, I I grew up in that type of world. My my mother was never on welfare. She always worked really hard, but I would see people that are engaging in the welfare state. See, I was the only child growing up in my household. It wasn't no other. My, My mom didn't go out there and say, hey, you know what? We're struggling right now. How about another baby? I've heard women and true story hand the guy say, you know what? If I get pregnant again, I can get more money from the state. I can get paid more if I get another baby. And if the father decides to, um, if, if the father's not there or he wants to leave, I can get child support. That's, that, that's the mentality of people that have been under the welfare state for a long time. They know how to game the system. People that are really, you know, bleeding hearts or whatever, they think that they don't know anything. Those that are on welfare, they don't know anything. They're just poor, poor people They need help. They know all of what you're talking about. It's just why people, people that are out there panhandling on the street, they know where to go, how to get your money, what story to tell. I see a lot of time out there by the mall and a shopping center, giving you the whole life story. Talking about, man, you know, I ain't no bum, man, but you know what? I need to get a ride up the street, and you know what? I need a little bit of money to get my tools from the toolbox. It's like, man, all right, man, look, I don't got it. I don't got it. Have a nice day, sir. Okay, which you see that same guy panhandling at the end of the night. If you stare around, he'll go straight to a BMW and drive home. So it's a lot of scamming going on. I don't trust anyone out there begging for anything. I don't trust any of these. Single moms on TV crying because here's what happened. The woman goes on television. Well, first there was a GoFundMe. That's that's the crux of the situation. The so-called mom of three children was going to get evicted from her from not her home, the home she was living in and she was not paying rent because the whole moratorium thing was over with. She's about to get evicted. She can't pay the rent. So there's a GoFundMe. Oh, you know, I'm in Vegas. I was a car dealer. I lost my job. I can't get another job. I'm about to get evicted. Please help. There was a GoFundMe. Because if I can't get this money, then I and my three children are going to be evicted. She said, she's a mother. She has three children. They're going to get evicted. So CNN puts the story up. Because CNN, they can't resist. You got black single mom, um down down on no luck, hard times, all this and that, and the third, right? They they can't resist this story. So they went to her house and filmed. I gotta find the actual um the the first clip. Because in my video I did, I played a second clip where they had Corey Bush on there. But I want to find the first one. Uh oh, hold on, matter of fact, I think I can get it here. Let me. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Tonight. Okay. Here's the first clip that they showed on CNN. This is um. I forget her name. It doesn't really matter. CNN lady. <laughs> but let's let's put it on the screen right quick, and then we're gonna see a uh, a little bit more. So y'all just hang tight. Let me get this situated. There we go.
3: The White House saying it doesn't have the legal authority to extend the expired federal. Now,
0: for context, this is August third, twenty twenty-one. This is before they renewed it. If I'm not mistaken.
3: Eviction moratorium on its own and is now, quote, challenging every landlord to hold off on evictions for the next 30 days. It comes as America is at risk of a full blown crisis, as millions of Americans fear losing their.
4: Is a 24 this is the letter. Oh, I owe 1900 That letter is a
0: 24-hour eviction notice.
1: And You guys honestly freaked me out when you knocked this morning. I'm not going to lie. because. So
0: here's the, the the so-called mom. Her name is Dasha Kelly. She's, just, she's in an apartment with these kids running around, talking about I'm about to get evicted.
1: I'm really thinking they're coming at any moment.
0: To throw Dasha Kelly, who goes
4: by uh, Kelly, and her little girls, Sharon, Kia, and Imani, onto the street. <laughs> talking about it doesn't happen sorry no Kevin listen we're
0: sorry to yeah
1: you know what's happening when we start talking
0: about it yeah and you know what when these tears start flowing because normally they don't really well they, they, they got they got they produce tears sometimes all right the scammers they produce tears sometimes but when the tears start flowing see these little kids running around got a black woman oh woe is me the money come flowing flowing into the GoFundMe Scamming white liberals, especially mostly, 80% white liberals, and then a few black liberals and everybody else. It's
5: like
1: it's bringing all of my emotions right I'm sorry.
0: Kelly was a casino
4: dealer here in Las Vegas. Loved it.
1: I'm automatically, come on, please win. I'm rooting for you. Like, as soon as they bust, I'm upset too. I
4: win. She lost her jobs, now has no car and no money for
0: childcare. It's this tiny virus that has come along. <laughs> Did you hear that? No money for childcare. Did you hear that? That is hilarious, but we'll keep on going. And just
1: taking everything. I just had to donate a few days ago.
4: Kelly is now donating blood plasma, 100 bucks a time, to buy groceries. So you are managing to eat okay, yeah, or?
1: Exactly, oh yeah, they're, well they're eating okay, let's put it that way, I'm like, there's days I don't even wanna roll out the, the bed, roll out the floor. <laughs> you get what
4: I mean Kelly's pawned or sold nearly everything she had
0: how about how about getting a job though how about that because there's plenty of jobs hiring how about getting a job you just want to sell blood and it's just lazy oh I was a car dealer man you see help wanted signs every single okay I'm getting triggered
1: I had a bed right here there was a tv right here on top of this stand so I had to pawn that
4: she thought about working online but you lost your laptop as well
1: oh I had to pawn that trying to keep up with the bills so.
4: Okay. This is the girls' room.
1: They used to have their bed right here and they used to have a little chester.
4: Not anymore.
1: I'll sacrifice my couch. As you can see, it's a little beat up now just so they don't have to live on the floor because they're so tiny. One,
4: two. More than 11 million Americans are reportedly behind on their rent. Congress approved $47 billion to help, but very few of those billions have actually been handed out. Kelly applied hasn't heard back.
1: Apparently it's a process, like two to three months you have to wait or something.
4: And that federal ban on evictions expired midnight Saturday. Do they know what's going on?
1: Um, not really. Um, that's something I'm afraid of telling them. How do you explain that to your kids, you know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have any words. I think I'll just break down crying and just hug them, I guess, and let them know everything's gonna be all right and we're gonna figure it out, I guess.
4: Now, Daisha Kelly has started a GoFundMe page to try and cover that rent, 2000 bucks. It's a Hail Mary. She says she's praying for a miracle, hoping for a miracle. The other thing she's hoping for is that more people would just wear masks. That way, she says, maybe more of us <laughs> no,
0: can get back No, she get didn't. Back to she it. didn't say that, wear masks. She didn't say that. Stop, sir. You just, there was no point in even saying that. You, you, sir, nobody had on the mask in that whole thing. You, you're lying. Stop. Okay, that's that's enough of that, because now I'm about to get upset. Now I'm about to go ahead and throw a shoot at this TV or monitor. Okay, now, we saw all that, right? Those were not her kids. One more time, those are not her kids at all. She's not a foster mom, not anything. No, She's not related to those children at all. Not an aunt, a cousin, nothing. Not, not a big sister. Those are not her kids, period. No relation, nothing. Now, the actual mom came out and said, you know what? That's my kids. Provided evidence, birth certificates, all of that kind of stuff. So CNN had to go back and make a retraction of sorts saying that the quote-unquote mother in the story is not the mother. This is a scam. Oh, I got to, I can't, I can't, but I got it's all kinds of jobs everywhere, ma'am. I don't want to hear your sob story. You are a scammer. It's a lot of that going on. A lot of scamming with the PPP, PPE, and, and they're they going to jail. They're going straight to the penitentiary, big rocks to little rocks. If you're scamming on PPP, oh, they, they said that from the beginning. It's like, look, if you want to scam on this, we're going to audit everything. We're going to check everything. And if it doesn't pan out, you're going up to the hoot school immediately your cell block's going to be Bubba, and he might want be, be kind of glad to see you. you be kind of soft in there in the penitentiary, so he might be kind of glad to see you, but I'll move on. They're going to get um, convicted and go to the penitentiary. Now, as far as her, I don't know, because that's fraud right there, because in the GoFundMe, she said, I'm their mother. Really, all she is is a babysitter. The kids stay there sometimes. She's a babysitter. They have a mother and a father, actually. Now, the father, here here, here comes the ghetto part beyond what we've already seen. The father is the babysitter's boyfriend. (laughs) So I'm not really sure how that works. I mean, you're watching these kids, and I guess you are the mother's friend. I'm not sure how that works. So you got your friend's kids at your house some of the time, and you are dating your friend's baby daddy. Is that how that's working? Because she admitted that the father of the children is her boyfriend. And the father does not live there in the home with the kids where they be at a lot. So I'm having a hard time figuring out what's going on. And when my man said that she can't um, find child care, that was, she is a child care. And you know what? Here's something else though. If you didn't know, I'm going to tell you about how this whole welfare fraud game goes. Especially on the West Coast, they do it a lot because it's a whole big... It's, it's everywhere, but left coast where there's more programs, it's they, they're able to fraud it more. Okay, you get all your benefits on the EBT card, right? Get get your little EBT card. You can go buy hair weave on the EBT card. Did you know that? You could buy crab legs. You can buy pretty much whatever you want on the EBT card, depending upon where you live especially. And that's why when you go to the grocery store, if you go to Walmart, Target, or whatever... You could see a cart full to the top, just with, full, with, full with garbage. Oh, I don't have any money. I got that not Look at your cart, ma'am. You have every flavor of Kool-Aid, every flavor of um, Kit Kat bar, every flavor of pancake syrup, Aunt Jemima. You get everything in your cart. You get every Popsicle, every Pop-Tart, every box of cereal, everything. Every frozen dinner pack, you got that in your cart, frozen pizza stacked to the top. You send 100 pounds in the scooter with this in your cart. But telling me how poor you are and you need more and more and more, they get all this money from the federal rallies, well, from the state government, maybe from the federal government, but state government get all this money, and they do odd jobs on the side while not reporting it. Some of the big jobs they do especially for young women. This, this is really big in the project. They'll, the name, the project will be in their name. They'll say, Ain't no man living there, but the man is living there. So when she said the man's not there, he probably is. He just wasn't there at the time. This, this is old school welfare stuff. So the man is listed as not there, but he probably is. So they get it cut on the project living. Then they do stuff under the table, doing hair. That's a big one. Babysitting. That's a big one as well. Uh, Candy lady, stuff like that. So they work under the table, get that income, then get money from the government. And at the same time, they can sit at home and do nothing. And plus stimulus checks, our income tax credit, you name it. Unemployment benefits, they're making in money. Sometimes they can do all these things and get like, it's to the point where you can make a hundred (laughs) grand off like from recent money printing and doing your under the table jobs. It's crazy. You can live like a, almost like a middle-class lifestyle, but I'm not sure what she was doing. She might be on the cocaine or something. She might be a dope fiend, depending like how the house was looking. I mean, it was clean in there, but everything was so. It's like, what are you doing? You're just lazy or just kind of dumb. So I don't want to hear anything about, Oh, we need this. Some people actually use these programs in a, in a sensible way, in the real way. But a lot of them don't. They don't really care about using these programs, right? They want to scam. So, yeah, she was able to raise $230,000, almost quarter million dollars on their GoFundMe. And I think when all that money came in, quarter million dollars, here comes the mom. Hey, I'm the mom. Here comes the dad. Hey, I'm the dad. Because they want that money, too. They don't care about them kids. Them kids are an afterthought. And it's really unfortunate because a lot of times in these types of ghetto environments, the kids kind of grow like weeds. Is, is their book in there at all? You worried about selling the TV and a laptop? Where's the book set for the little girls to read? Oh, that's right. You're know, you not, not the actual mother anyway. But I guarantee you when they go back to their actual mom's house, that won't be present either. But they worried about selling TVs and laptops and everything else, trying to scam. These kids grow like weeds. Not a Weeds are unwanted and they just grow. But without being intended to. But a, a a garden has gotta be tended to. You gotta put effort and work into it. You gotta maintain the garden. That's not how a lot of these kids in these ghetto environments grow up, unfortunately. And then when they go out there and they wanna kill somebody, oh, oh it's my baby. Matter of fact, hold on, I got a video. I wanna show you guys right quick. Um, did you guys so um and you know where I'm going if you have seen the video already. The officer that was killed, um, hold on, pardon me. I want to get her name right. Ella French in Chicago. So you have Eric Morgan and Imate Morgan. They are the ones that killed her, or they're the ones that have been arrested. Pardon me. I don't want to say killed because I don't want to say the wrong thing. Okay. And (laughs) hold on. Now, these guys are brothers. You see the similarities. Don't worry about how one looks black and one appears to be Mexican. Don't worry about that. We all know what's going on. Anyway, their mother said something, made a statement. And I got to put it on the screen. And, of course, rest in peace to Ella French. Really unfortunate, unnecessary, totally sad. And that type of stuff goes on all the time. And a lot of times it kind of gets swept up under the rug. Like it's not really a big deal. And it is a big deal when she was like 28, 29 years old. Really sad. Really, really sad. But I am going to show a video of the mother because the mother then came out and gave her two cents on the whole situation. The mother of the boys and shout out to right wing angel, my man, um, who put this video out? And Oliver Mack. Shout out to my man Oliver Mack. We were on the show last time with uh Brennan Tatum. And I think it might have been Jericho that was there with us, Jericho Green. So let's put this on the screen right quick. This this is what we're dealing with in the community. You got toxic parents like this. Now, thank God my parents were not like this. My mother and my father, West Virginia, you know, real uh conservative socially, would never would never go and do anything like this at all. My mother would never. That's why I'm not in some things that a lot of my guys that I knew growing up are into. Hold on, let's, let's put it on the screen. This This is the mother of the boys that allegedly killed the officer.
2: Okay, I just wanted to get on here real quick to be a voice for my boys eric and monty morgan i want you to know i love you and your family loves you and you not alone know that shit
0: oh pardon pardon the cursing i'm sorry if you got little kids watching cover their ears because we we're we know where the hood rat type person so it, it will be a little bit of cussing
2: <sighs> for everybody else I just want to simply say there is another side and my boys side is not being told right now. I cannot speak too much on it, but I will say this. Don't believe everything you hear and see. It's fictitious and there is another side. My boys are not monsters.
0: I can't tell. I cannot tell, but we'll keep on going
2: what people trying to paint them to be at all at all there is another side i don't believe a damn thing cpd says and i can guarantee you this my boys was afraid i'm afraid our young black women not only young black women young black men like i just said i'm afraid adults are afraid of the cpd
0: but you know what okay check it out if your boys get arrested you should just be quiet, just just shut up. Why are you on Instagram doing the video? Why you gotta show your face? Why you gotta be dressing? You, you, you're trying to get attention. How old are you, ma'am? Like, you're, you're acting like you're about 15 years old mentally. You're not thinking logically at all, but we'll continue.
2: And I'm clean, I'm not a criminal. My car is clean, I got insurance, all that. But if a cop get behind me, my heart drops. We We, we fear our police here, unfortunately. We fear them. We don't believe in them. We don't trust them. They get behind us. We, our hearts drop. We're scared.
0: Okay, why fear the police in Chicago? I mean, are the police the actual problem in Chicago, or is it just your, your monsters that you raised, the two boys that killed the officer? Who are we afraid of, really? The officers or your monsters that you raised, ma'am?
2: That's just the reality of it. Whether people want to hear that or not, I don't give a damn what people want to hear. I need to be a voice for my boys. And that's all I got to say. Let me get in this hospital to see my damn son.
0: Oh, there's more. Yes, there is more. This, this ain't over. There's more. And you're going to see if this kind of behavior permeated, Like if this kind of behavior was in the home a lot and it kind of permeated and it was just everywhere. You're going to see why those kids became monsters.
2: Can you open the door? I'm trying to see my son. Open it's motherfucking door. Amante Morgan, my son. Okay, Is,
0: there... So now she's in the hospital, if you don't know. Inside the hospital, trying to go. like It's like an ER type place, I, I presume. Because I'm not really sure if he got shot while being pursued by the police. I'm not really sure what happened, but... He's in the hospital, and she wants to go see him. So now here's a nurse trying to talk to her, asking, "Okay, like, where's he at? What's going on?" I want
2: to see my son, Monty, oh, Monty! Don't touch me! Stop. Get away from me! Stop. Get away. Stop. 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 Stop.
0: Stop. So now, if you're not listening, if you, if pardon me, if you're not watching, now she's being arrested for just trying to barge in the hospital, go wherever she wants to go. They're telling her stop stop like what are you doing and the whole time she has a cell phone out filming it attention grabbing again how old are you ma'am? you got these two grown monsters but you look like you're about 15 years old mentally
5: stop 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 stop
2: stop put your hands behind you please let me see you okay Put
1: your hands behind you. Put your hands behind
0: okay. you. Put your hands behind you. <laughs> probably, it probably won't no tear. probably won't. narrative tear developed in this. If you're able to produce monsters that can just go kill at, at random, at, 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 at will, you probably don't have any tears at all. You're just making the scene to get attention. This is the kind of stuff we got going on. This is the kind of things we got going on. The welfare state incentivizes the welfare state Props that kind of person up and, and helps her. Oh, and and the money, yes, Terry, yes, the money always go down the money. Oh, my boy, is this? Okay. You probably weren't even supervising your kids when they were little. You probably out there in the club partying, drinking. I know our type in the club partying, and drinking, and your boys out here uh, just causing the wreck, doing whatever. They're growing like weeds, and now you want to start crying when they killed somebody when I mean, you should have been crying when they were out there doing wrong to begin with. And not even crying, fake crying, trying to get some attention. That was crazy. But see, now you understand, like people talking about defunding police. what What is that going to do to solve any problems when you got people out here raising monsters? The, the monsters are the ones that terrorize the community. They don't just kill officers. They kill everybody. They do all types of stuff. That is the actual problem, not the police. The police are the last bastion in the hope. Without the police, these monsters would just take over and do whatever they want to do. And we don't want to have that go on. But I digress. Thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoy what you're hearing so far tonight, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. Also, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. If you're listening on your favorite audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating, a review. A like, a comment, whatever you can do over there. And if you didn't know, this podcast will be available audio only on your favorite audio streaming platform, whether they be Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the description box, or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live. Pop right on up. So will it be a GoFundMe for her? Will it be a GoFundMe? Can they do that? Will she will she sue them and try to get some money back? Uh, that video might kind of hurt her case. I think maybe the uh, maybe the need for attention and to get Instagram clout may have damaged her ability to get money. It's, it's stupidity, but it is what it is. I move on. I digress. Exactly, Sprite M. Don't defund the police. Defend the police. There you go. That's how you do it. All right, let's get to some super chats here, and then I'm going to get to the call. The so number of the call is 434-658-1220. I'll get to those in a few minutes. Y'all just hang tight. I'm, I'm going to get right on in it, right to it. Let's see. Let's start with, uh, can we see the super chats or nah? Hold on. Give me one second if he wants to act right. Okay, let's do that. Wow, it's not even going to, hmm, that's weird. All right, give me one second because I can see these, but for some reason it's not letting me see them. It's weird. I think it's this, Um, I think I see what's going on. Give me a second. Yeah, I think I know what's happening. They got this little theme that's changed. And once we change that, then I think we'll be good to go. Um, hold on, Mark Stravino says, "Who do I like better, Chicago Mayor or Sean King?" Oh man, that's 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 like saying <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say that, but that's that's a hard one. That's that's a little really difficult one there. I'm not really sure. Um, they're both trash, but it's like saying, "What do you want? What what do you like more? Like a hot stinking pile of garbage or just a pile of hot garbage?" So I take Sean King because Sean King. No, man, I can't, I can't pick, man. Maybe Sean King, because he, he doesn't have political power yet. He has power of influence, but no political power yet. But they're both trash. Just to keep it all the way, you know, all the way real. All, all the way funky. That's, that's kind of what's going on with that. All right. I can't. Hmm. It won't let me uh I'm gonna try this one more time it won't let me it won't let me see the, the the super chats I'm gonna just read what I have and if I can't read yours pardon me it's not my fault we gotta blend the white man for, for blocking it off but I got a few right here that I can see I got like six but it won't let me go anymore um and I can't even read the full super chat thank you to Mark Trevino Monroe Doctrine Matthew Phillips Charles Saner Jr Ian Kenny and CA. Ian Kenny, I could see some of your super chat, but not all of it. And they said, did I see Chicago PD turning their backs on Beetlejuice? Um, I I did see that. That was fantastic. So what happened was um, one of the officers that was involved, well, one of the officers that was there when Ella French, I I think that's her name, Ella French. Another officer was shot when she was there and they went to the hospital and a lot of officers were there paying their respects, not paying their respects, pardon me, because I don't think he passed. I think they were just there visiting. And here comes Lori Lightfoot in the hospital, and all them they, they turned their backs on Lori when she came in. And she was getting yelled at by, I think, the officer's father, by Ella French's father. It was really crazy. But whatever she got, she deserved, as it relates to being yelled at or screamed on or whatever. All right. So I got a few super chats here I can read, but I can't read anymore. Um oh okay, Moral Doctrine says Activision Blizzard Lawsuit Makers of Call of Duty is gross. Same company pushing woke messages, now being sued for disgusting things. Look into it. I have heard about that. I've I've heard a lot there for sure. I have heard that. And it's typical. Do as I say never as I do. They talk about all this woke stuff and Black Lives Matter, all this. They talk about all of that, but they do a different thing behind closed doors and some really just gross, beyond gross behavior. So I feel like a lot of what they do is projection. They want to preach to you about being a good person, being artists, that, and the third, but they don't do that themselves. That's always how it is. It's always like that. All right, so let me get to the other one. Bo versus windshield said Dr Spock said stop spanking three generations later be of uncontrollable youth bring back what worked for ten thousand years exactly right these kids you know I, I saw I forget who it was it may have been will Smith and his family talking about they don't really they don't have discipline or rules for their kids they let them they let them pretty much do whatever they want and it's like how can You do that. Why would you do that? Why would you you just want to let kids roam and do whatever? That shouldn't be how it goes. You should have boundaries for your kids. You got to break. Like I said, you can't be having these kids grow up like weeds. They got to grow like a well tended to garden. And if they're not growing that way, then they're going to have problems. And this is the way it always is. But for some reason, people can't see that. It, they, they can't see it or they don't want to see it. I'm not really sure which is which. All right. And shout out to Labra Bulls who says, ABL, if you want to showcase showdown on the prices, right. And one of your prizes was a trip to New York city, would you turn it down. <laughs> um, now I, I, I would accept it, but sell it to somebody. Pardon me. I don't know what that, I think that was a, a, a video on my, on my Instagram. But I wouldn't turn it down. i take it and i sell it to somebody. If you want to go, you know, um, smoke crack for a living, if you want to go be a professional uh, crack smoker or you want to fight crime, you want to put on a superhero outfit and go to Gotham City, then here, I'll sell it to you for the low. $500 below MSRP. What's up? Yeah, but I'm not going to New York. I'm not going to do that. If I can't sell it, then I can't sell it, but I'm going to try to sell it and make money off of that, but I'm not going to go. When, I'm, when I was in a New York airport, I didn't like New York. I, I'm not I don't I don't like big cities like that. I don't like really really, really humongous cities. LA I didn't like New York I don't like I'm not I'm not a fan. Miami was cool, just hot, but it was cool. but New York nah LA no. All right. So let me get to uh, the calls. and like I said, the super chats, I can't see them. the ones that were already there. So, so pardon me for that. Like I said, it's not my fault. You got to blame the white man. I'm trying to see if I can see it on my device. If it'll let me see him here, but I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think it's going to let me do that. Yeah, it won't. All right. Well, hey. Let's get to the calls. The number to call is 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. All right. Uh. Arizona girl, I know what you're naming them, sorry. I can see your chats right here on the screen. So if you're not able to see them, I don't, I don't know what's going on, but I can see your chats. But a Chicago is not as bad. Like if you are downtown, it, it's, it's certain parts of Chicago, New York. The problem with New York is like the, the touristy areas are becoming bad. You get, you having tourists, getting beat down and robbed in New York city. Not so much in Chicago. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but Chicago it's like in certain areas, really bad. You can be in a really peaceful part of the city and then go down a little bit and you'd be in a danger. You'd be in a war zone. It's kind of like contained violence, but in New York, it's like all over the place, Los Angeles, same way. It's all over the place. There's more violent areas, but a lot of the crime kind of sprawls out a lot of home invasions and things of that nature way up in the Hills. But Chicago is not quite that way, but maybe I'm wrong. Is it all over in Chicago? Well, Hey, I'll, I'll, I'll pass. <laughs> I, I will pass. Uh, San Francisco. No, I, I refuse to go. I don't want to go to, I don't want to go to California in any big city, San Fran, LA. Nope. I'm good. Now, if I can go up in, uh, a faraway place, up in the hills somewhere, then maybe. But not in the big city in California. I'll pass. Maybe even San Diego, but that's kind of janky right now because of the border and a bunch of other stuff going on. Shout out to Joe Writer 84 who says, If I were a judge, I would arrest the mother of these two monsters for irresponsibility of creating two devils. That is just me. Well, she did get arrested for trying to charge in the hospital, but there needs to be more of a punishment there. I understand what you are getting at for sure. I understand. All right, let's get to, somebody says Northside of Chicago was great. That's what I heard. Northside and downtown is not as bad. All right, let's get to them. The number to call, 434-658-1220. <laughs> 1220, pardon me. If Skype wants to act up, you know it's not my fault. Blame the blame the white man in the sky. Alright. Let's get to it. Let's go. Two one nine on the line who am I speaking to.
6: A T C my good friend.
0: All righty, what's happening?
6: Trying to keep my sanity in this crazy world. Right. From the uh racist rock to the uh, segregation coming, making a comeback. The highly educated and well thought of, sophisticated aristocrats at the mm-hmm. Obama party. Right. So now that where's the popcorn and the soda when you need it?
0: Oh, uh, really? Exactly.
6: Yeah. Uh, the first one about like the whole um, police, the yeah, police killing and such. I think I heard that one of the officers that made it through. Said that Lori Whitefoot should never come. Don't invite her. Nothing. She just practically barged in. So that's one of the reasons why the cops have turned their
0: back uh, on her. Okay.
6: That's one of the. Um, I think uh, one of the rumors I have heard from.
0: Yeah, I mean it makes sense uh, because if she wasn't if she wasn't invited there, she wasn't. It, it was all like, okay, we want you here. Please come through. She just popped up. So it was like, okay, you're not invited. Um, you're not really supporting us very well, so we're not going to support you. It makes sense.
6: Oh, yeah, no doubt about it. Remember how last year was the whole defund the police. So all of a sudden, now she cares about the cops.
0: Right, exactly.
6: And where you have everyone now is trying to sweep that under the rug saying, oh, no, we never said that about defunding the police while in the same breath, in the same sentence, defunding the police.
0: Right, of course.
6: I just—it's just so hard from not slapping your hand against your face so hard from this level of stupidity.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a lot of crazy things going on, but I feel like at a certain point it's got to turn around because how much can a city endure of the same old nonsense? And you know, if at, at, a, at a certain point people that can leave are going to leave, and you're going to have a situation where. It becomes largely abandoned. You can have a Detroit type situation. People just say, you know what, I'm out. I'm gonna go somewhere else and, and figure it out there.
6: Oh yeah, I should know. I'm about like an hour away from Chicago. I'm from Indiana. Okay. Oh so, Yeah. I'm pretty much almost near the front lines, so to speak. Right. Pretty much walking through the streets of Chicago, even though like the most popular, popular area, it feels like a ghost town sometimes.
0: Right. Yeah. I can imagine
6: uh, big time uh, different topic uh, about like the whole segregation <laughs> reminds me back uh, last year when they tried to do that in college university, like uh, doing on dorms and doing a graduation.
0: Oh yeah. It's the same thing. It's a continuation of it because the same people that were involved with that and liked it and said, okay, this is great. We have our own graduation. It's cool these same people are now administrators, teachers, and everything else. All they're doing is the same exact thing that they were taught to do at the schools that they attended. Pretty much.
6: Don't you think we're the the baddies? That they would probably think, but <laughs> I'll have to check
0: words with them. Oh, are, are we the bad guys? Is that what you're asking?
6: Yep, that's what I'm saying. Well, like yeah, they claim that, oh, we're doing it for the righteous cause, but yet they're doing the polar opposite.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty crazy. But see, in their mind, they, they, th- they see themselves differently than how we see them. We, we see them as not doing the right thing, doing the wrong thing, obviously, but they, they, they see themselves in a very virtuous way. They feel like they're doing the right thing. And if anyone has disagreement with that, then they're the problem. They don't really understand the reality of the situation.
6: That or they got a lot of skeletons in their closet because the one because I remember one of the super chats they got described that about with the whole um, Activision and Blizzard and such. The one thing I learned is that anyone that tries to be like the most virtuous, the most grandstanding, the whole holier than thou, you can bet your bottom dollar that those guys have a lot of skeletons in their closet that would put both the First World War and the Second World War body counts to shame.
0: Oh, yeah, no, no doubt about it.
6: Yeah, last thing, too, is uh, hearing about, like, the whole, how, like, you have the government now trying to push more of the extreme lockdowns, the draconians and such. Especially, like, how, oh, you can't go to this bike rally. But the elitist parties, on the other hand, free pass. Heck, have the same drink from the same mug that someone drank from before. Without wearing masks or vaccines and all that junk
0: Right, it's crazy, man. Well, thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you.
6: Give up the good fun, man. Cheers. All right, thank you. No problem.
0: All right, shout out to the caller. And thank you all for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. The number to call, four three four six five eight one two two zero. Uh 1220 The number's always in the description box, and it'll pop up right here on the ticker at a certain point in time. Whenever that time comes around, we'll get straight to it. Let's get to 808. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. What's happening? Can you hear me? I hear you well. Hey,
7: what's up, man? thanks Hey, good? um, I just wanted to uh, to call in and tell you a story about something personally I'm going through right now, and as it all pertains to being vaccinated or unvaccinated. I uh, I don't want to get into too many details because I I don't know how many people you know watch or listen to the show. I know you have a big audience, but um. Try to make this quick and uh, simple. So basically, um, it's possible that I was exposed to someone that has COVID. So, you know, at my job, I'm in management. I told them just, you know, to be safe and to let them know. They said, hey, you got to go get a test first thing in the morning. So I get a call from the HR department this morning from my job. And they tell me, first they asked if I was vaccinated or not. and told them, no, I'm not. Um, Thought that would be the end of it. And they said, "Well, since you're not vaccinated, whether your test comes back positive or negative, you got to quarantine for ten days, and you can't come back to work, no matter what."
0: Wow. See yep. now, you know that was like two mistakes right there, right? I'm not saying that, I'm not saying your job is right for doing what they did, but that was a couple of mistakes. The first one is telling them that you had been around somebody that, you, that they could have had it. I mean. Why, why volunteer the information?
7: Um, cause what I do for a living, I deal a lot with, uh, the public and my, my concern was if I, if let's say I do test positive and I didn't say something, I don't want to be held responsible for knowing that it's possible. I was exposed and putting, you know, other people at risk. I mean, basically. but, but, I,
0: but, but see, but, but could anybody know that you knew that? Because if you don't tell them, how do they know?
7: Yeah, yeah, that's true. I guess I guess it's just you know my own morals and wanting to.
0: Oh, I feel you.
8: To do the right thing.
0: Like you, you want you want to you do what the what right mean? thing. You want to be an honest, stand up guy. I feel you. But see, the thing is, yeah. what's happening is that these corporations, these companies, or whatever, they're not doing the right thing. They're telling you, yep. basically, get the get the shot on artists and that you got to stay home. And are they going to pay for you to stay home for ten days, or is it unpaid?
7: <laughs> I give you three guesses, and the first two don't count.
0: well see i kind of see what's going on here so yeah thanks for t appreciate it um yeah what's happening is that they um yeah i I wouldn't say nothing about that and then as far as um the the quarantine, i mean that's that's what's going to happen because you know how they're going to be they're going to say oh well you, you gotta you gotta stay home get the shot so, I mean, that's your options now, unfortunately, or you want to go find some yeah. other kind of work. Yeah, and
7: see that, and that's the thing, too. Like, I, I always listen to you. I try to – I don't always catch you live because of my work schedule and, and the time difference, but, you know, I, I don't – I always thought about calling in but didn't really have much to say. I just like to listen to the show, and I try to catch as many of your videos as possible. But even if I don't catch them live, I still – you know, I always try to watch and, and show as much support as I can. But today it was like, you know what? I actually got something that I can talk about. So I'm going to call up ABL, let him know about it and, and get his opinion on it, which, you know, it, again, it, it's crazy. It, when you look at it, like you kind of opened your show today with the the research that's starting to come out, where even if you have the, the vaccine, you could still spread the virus. You could still contract the virus. So yep. what, what what's the what's the difference? It's, let's say I was vaccinated. Well, what would be the
0: difference? Nothing. Nothing. But see, these people don't understand yeah. that. Like this is what I was saying before. I had an argument about this on on the Facebooks, which I don't want to do too much because these normies don't <laughs> they don't wanna they don't want to hear you. Like the person was saying, Well, these people don't want to get vaccinated. You gotta go back on the lockdown. I'm like, you don't understand the vaccine does not stop the spread or transmission. Yes, it does, though right. it doesn't. The CDC director said it on TV. I show him the clip. Oh, I don't believe that it's a CDC director saying it on CNN. Like yep. what, what more do you, these people have been brainwashed. And unfortunately a lot of them are in control of corporations, businesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then they just put out these random rules that don't make a difference. That's just kind of how the game works. So you want to be honest. We all want to be honest that are watching this show and you want to tell, you want to be upsetting that guy. That's great. But see when they're doing wrong, when not when they're not doing the right thing, and I got to be able to try to figure it out. Okay, I got kids. I got a wife. How am I going to be able to pay rent? How am I going to be able to pay my bills? I'm going to have to kind of like stoop down a little bit to their level so they don't use their ignorant brain and do things to me that's going to affect me negatively. So I'm not going to tell them about a possible exposure. If they ask me, do you have the vaccine? Yeah, I got the vaccine. How are you going to prove it? All I got to do is say, yeah, you're not going to, you're going you to go to my doctor. Get my records. How are you gonna get the records? You don't know where I went to go get it. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. And I was never around <laughs> anybody that was that. That was um. They they're not gonna know. That's what I would do. Yeah, I'm not saying you should do that. I'm just saying what I would do. Right, right.
7: Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And you know what? It it, it kind of leads me into another another side of the the argument when when you look at people from from the on the conservative side. Use myself. As an example, and I'm sure most, if not all, other conservatives are the same way. We have opinions about things just like the left has an opinion about things. But our side is cool with other people having their own opinion. If me and you don't agree on something, I'm okay. At the end of the day, I'm okay. And I can still sleep the same way knowing that your ideas differ from mine. And that's what makes everybody unique. But the left now, they're not okay with that. They don't sleep well at night your ideas and if your opinions aren't the same as theirs, it's not even like they want to have a, a debate and and hear rational thought, or even even if you have facts to prove whatever it is you're talking about. If you don't agree with them blindly, then, it, then it's, you know, it's all, all hell breaks loose and it's chaos. They, they can't accept the fact that, hey, somebody doesn't agree with me, but that's okay. I have friends that, that um, voted for Biden. I have friends that are, are Democrats and I've had conversations with them. Now being they're my friends were still friends afterwards, but it just, you know, it sucks that it can't be that way with a lot of other people. And you see people resorting to violence, like the smallest things will trigger them. You're in a restaurant, you know, pre COVID. They can't even stand the fact that somebody has on a Trump hat or they can't stand the fact that somebody has a Trump sticker on their car. It drives them absolutely insane. Like, why? What is that? What, are, they, are their brains that much melted with all the propaganda that they've allowed themselves to, to, to believe that they can't even be okay with one person not agreeing with them? It, it, it's crazy to me. I don't get it.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of propaganda out there. They believe pretty much whatever they get told on television. And sometimes you have parents and friends, family, they all kind of believe the same thing. And they're always around these people. So it becomes kind of an echo chamber. So then when you come along with a different point of view, they've been trained to attack like a dog. It's like like a pit bull getting trained to fight. That's how they are in their mind. So that's why it's so combative sometimes. And they're not open-minded because they've been brainwashed to not be open-minded, to trust the science. And if you don't believe in science, you're, you're, an, you're an idiot. You're a racist. You're a Nazi. It's what they think. And yep. they don't know what actual Nazis were. So then when you get this whole Papers, Please type culture that comes around, they don't even understand what it is because they don't, all they know what they've been brainwashed to know, not real facts, not real life. But hey, man, thank you for the call. I definitely appreciate you.
7: Hey, ABL, keep doing what you do, man. It's much appreciated.
0: Thank you, man. Appreciate Have a good it.
7: one, brother.
0: All right. Yeah, shout out to the caller. Yeah, these, these people being brainwashed. They don't understand... What reality is? Oh, you're a Nazi. I'ma punch a Nazi. The same people that said they're gonna punch a Nazi are now de- demanding the papers, please type stuff to come back, demanding it. It's it's a it's a dumbest thing. They'll punch a Nazi, but they want to be a Nazi. How does that make sense? Make it make sense for me. You probably can't do it, but I move on. Uh, let's get to the next one here. Let's go. Three zero five in the line. Who am I speaking to?
9: Hey, what's up, brother? How's
0: it going? Everything is good. How about yourself?
8: Uh, good, man. So,
9: um, I want to say be- before I go ahead and say this, uh, I just want to say that I am a two-time Trump voter. I voted for him in 2016 and in 2020. Um, but um, in one of his recent statements that he made on like his little message board that he has, uh, I'm kind of disappointed in one of his recent statements where he's taking uh, uh, shots at Ram Paul, you know, like dirty shots at Ram Paul. One thing that I want to say about Ram Paul, the, the senator, is that he's doing uh, more right now for fighting for, our, for fighting for our freedom right now than maybe besides the same as any other, uh, uh, you know, politician right now. You know, and especially with all these, uh, especially you know, Rand Paul, he just came out with that video, basically telling us to uh, pretty much for stand up for our rights and fight against the CDC guidelines. Um, you know, and uh, the other thing that I want to say about these, uh, I don't want to talk about, well, I don't want to say it on on the air because I don't know if I will, uh, you know, if I will get you in trouble or anything like that. But the V word. You know, the V word, uh, which you you know what I mean when I say that, is an experimental protocol. A lot of people who who are taking it are either dying or having adverse reactions on it. And Trump has been uh, on the phone, you know, on several phone calls with several news outlets and, and, uh, you know, live, you know, promoting this experimental injection, saying to take it. You know, and uh, t- telling school teachers to take it and whatnot. So, you know, he's literally telling people to get this experimental injection, and I'm just kind of, and I'm just kind of wondering like, what is this, what is this guy doing right now? Because, uh, you know, he, he was he was the spotlight of the Republican Party not too long ago, and now it's just, you know, I don't even think he's, a, he's even in the top five right now. Trump, I mean. I would have loved for him to stay in office, but I don't understand why, you know, he's uh, he's promoting this V word and taking shots at political can- uh, at other politicians right now, such as Rand Paul, and uh, you know he's well, wait, doing more right like, now. As far as as far
0: as Rand Paul, what did he say about Rand Paul?
9: Something that uh, I, I don't remember. I don't remember what he said, but something about him spending you know a million dollars promoting. Some other candidate. I mean, God forbid, if anything comes out about Rand Paul, that that is that is uh, that is no good. You know, I will condemn him also. But, you know, as of right now, I think Rand Paul and Ron DeSantis and, and Candace Owens are doing more uh, for to uh, for fighting for our freedoms than than he is at this moment you know where where is he at right now you know speaking about all this medical tyranny you know you got all these businesses that um that are promoting all these experimental injections uh as um uh, the jab there you go as one of the as one of the guys are saying in in the group chat in the jab a lot of a lot of businesses and a lot of hospitals are mandating you know these injections as a condition of uh, of your employment. You know, and you cannot mandate these injections as they're not approved by the FDA. You know, and and where, where is he, and and my question is, you know, where where is Trump, you know, um, where is Trump at speak, uh, speaking against this medical tyranny? I, I don't see him saying anything about it.
0: Well, I'm not really sure about any of that as far as. If he said anything about the, the mandates, I've not heard anything about that. But the thing about Trump is that he was pushing the, the vaccine before it, before Biden got elected. Because remember, he's the one that developed it. Operation Warp Speed, that was him. So I'm not surprised that he's doing the same thing he did before he got, before uh, Biden got elected, allegedly. I, I mean, it's the same thing he was always doing. Now, I'm not going to agree with him on that, and that's fine. I could still say he was a great president despite things he did that I don't agree no, with. No, of course. You see, you're of course. saying so it doesn't matter if he's saying it or whoever's saying that, I'ma still disagree. Um, it's kind of weird how the left were disagreeing with Trump on the vaccine before Biden became the president, but now they want to agree with it. It's weird. It's the same vaccine, the same thing, but they agree with it now that Biden's a president, it's all political. So if you see anybody out there talking about it politically, it's just all games. But Trump's been the same way from the very beginning. I just don't agree with him. That's all.
9: Yeah, yeah. Well, if 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 I remember correctly, when Trump first got in, he was actually anti uh, against vaccines. And then when, uh, and then I guess at the end of his uh, of his four year term, you know, I, I guess he started promoting it. Uh, I mean, his
0: his thing, his thing was. Yeah because at the time we had the lockdowns and stuff like that. So, and everybody's panicking, we got to have something to fix it. So the, the thought process was, okay, let's let's get the vaccine out there and we can fight this and we can get beyond the the lockdowns and whatnot. Now, from the beginning, I said, I'm not going to get that because it's brand new. They're rushing it out there. So I was never on board with it. I understood the, The intentions behind it, but I was never going to get it. I was just going to say, all right, it's not that deadly, really. I'm going to just take my chances and take some medication or whatever I got to do, things that I know that are going to work, rather than this brand new thing that I don't trust all the way. But he's been saying the same thing since the very beginning. Right, right.
9: Well, my thing is, my thing is, you know, not, the thing is one size does not fit all. So not everyone is going to benefit from, from taking this or not, and not everyone can simply take it because maybe they have another medical condition, uh, like, uh, like one of the band members from, uh, from the offspring, you know, he has Gillian bar syndrome. Right. So, um, so he cannot take it. So, so the thing is, so the thing is, what what is it for people who can't take it? Uh, you know, are they going to be excluded from, uh, from certain, uh, from certain activities in life. You know, that that's kind of what that's kind of what it sounds like. It's uh it's happening right now. You know, take take the shot or else you basically cannot live life.
0: Right, yeah, exactly. Well, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate yeah. you.
9: All right, man, Good night. All right
0: now. Yeah, shout out to the caller. But yeah, Trump was always promoting that. It wasn't anything I always disagree with him on that and it's okay. And that's, I still voted for him, even though I didn't agree with that. I still voted for him because what's the alternative? You're going to have Joe Biden, and we see what that's what that's what was happened with that. You have a disaster. This guy doesn't even know where he is. He doesn't know up from down, or left from right, or anything else. He has no idea what's going on. Let's get to the next call. Three zero one. You are not line. how much speaker to Uh yeah, uh
5: Benjamin Bussy. I got a time assistant out here. Uh yeah, Avio. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. I had three things I wanted to talk about real quick and I'll be gone. Uh, in 1966, there was a movie came out. It was called The Fantastic Voyage. And I always remember the movie, the science fiction movie at the time. One of the things they had to do was, I think it was a Russian doctor, uh, he had a, a brain hemorrhage. So what they did is they had a ship and had people, they had some, uh, some people on the ship, but they had to shrink the ship down. And then, and then they had to inject the ship inside of the, uh, this person's body. And he had to travel to the, to his brain, but along the way, his, his body developed the uh, the antibodies. But that leads, that leads me to the day that one of the biggest things that they're, they're hiding, they're keeping from the mass of humanity on the planet is our immune system. There is no human being on this planet that doesn't have an immune system. Now, here's what I did when all this just came. So I, I called you a while ago, because I was, uh, I took I took three blood tests. And because uh, a lot of people getting jabbed at the nose, you know, and all that stuff. But the blood test tells you whether you got it, whether you have antibodies and all that. The first two blood tests was covered by my doctor. It came back that I had the uh, antibodies, but I had no virus because the, uh, my antibodies destroyed the virus. So then I wanted to jump to, uh, jump to another level. I wanted to see if I had the T cells. And the T cells, I had to go to a private uh, uh, T adapter the private company uh, that did the T cell test. And sure enough, I have the T cells. Now, now and, and for me, and this is what I like to say, millions of us, all human beings on this planet, I'm pretty sure millions and millions of people have the T cells right now. And the T cells, I think are produced by the, um, by the bone marrow, which gives you a longer lasting immunity. And Dr. Fossey and all his clowns are trying to play it down where they keep saying that the T-cells ain't going to last long and all that. They're trying to push out our own natural immunity to the side and try to and get everybody to take this vaccine. So far, they are um, they're succeeding at it. Because, and I have to say that everyone has an immune system, and I challenge everyone to go get the T-cell test because you have people that probably have the have T-cells the right now, but they are injecting a vaccine over the T cells, their natural T cells, which is going to cause a serious problem. Uh, the second thing I wanted to talk about, I don't know if you have uh, checked out uh, you know, Tom Hanks, his son, I think his name is Chet Hanks. Yes. He had made a video, man. Yeah, a, a very, uh, very enlightening video. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the third, the last thing I want to check out, uh, I leave a lot of comments on YouTube. And three days ago, I started, I, my, um, I'll leave a, a comment here or there, something I want to comment, maybe about you or someone else, I'll leave a comment. But now with YouTube, I don't, I don't know if you know any, anything about this or if anybody in the chat knows anything. Anytime I try to leave a, uh, um, a comment now, this is what comes up. It says, uh, this action isn't allowed. So what, I, what am I being blocked from leaving comments on YouTube? Anyway, man, hey, I just wanted to throw that at you and throw this out there. And uh, have a good night and enjoy your content.
0: Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Okay. You got it. Yeah. Good call. And if you're seeing that, if you're seeing that this action not allowed on YouTube, you probably are being blocked. Um, maybe somebody reported you for spam or something like that. I I have no idea, but you're being blocked from commenting. Maybe you got an email saying that you were being blocked. I'm not really sure. Maybe you just didn't see the email, but yeah, it's a lot of things like that happening. Um, on the internet. And I did see Chet Hanks, Tom Hanks' son. That was a funny video because he started it off first. Matter of fact, can I play that right quick? Hold on. And thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. If you enjoyed what you're hearing so far, go ahead and give the video a thumbs up. That'll help me out a whole lot. Oh, I saw somebody in the chat. They said that I'm a fake Trump supporter. I think that might've been the troll, but it's like, how am I a fake Trump supporter? I said I still voted for the man despite my disagreement with what he did. The facts facts are that Trump did have Operation Warp Speed to develop the vaccine. That's a fact. The fact is that he was promoting it. That's a fact. Nobody can deny this. Yet and still, I still voted for him because although I disagreed with that and from the very beginning when he was talking about the transgender bathroom issue saying it's no big deal, I didn't agree with that. It didn't, that didn't, that, that wasn't enough to be a deal breaker because I understand you're not going to have the perfect candidate, the perfect person in there. I'm going to still ride with the winning team to have the best chance of us being able to have some success. When you're talking about uh, the leader of the free world, it's very simple. I'm not going to let little small squabbles get in the way of having a, a winning person in office. Same thing with Larry Elder. They're trying to say, people trying to say they don't want to vote for Larry Elder to be the governor of California in the recall race, because he said that Biden won the election in fair and square. And it wasn't even his entire comment. Like it was a obviously chopped off comment. He had more context after that, but that comment was chopped off just to make him look bad. And people bought into it, hook, line and sinker. It's like, really, you're going to throw away Larry Elder because of that one comment. So you want to have Gavin Newsom still stay in office. Is that what you want? Gavin Newsom. I mean, Nancy Pelosi's nephew, the guy that has the state pretty much on fire, you want him? Just because of one comment you don't like? And the fact, and the reality is that Biden is the one in there. Now, do I think it was some funny stuff going on? Of course. But can I prove it? I don't have the ability to do that. So who do we have in office right now? Is Trump there? No, he's not. So what are we going to do? We got to be able to move forward in the real way. We can't be stuck in the past. We got to move forward in the real way and we can't have any kind of weird stuff going on anymore with the election because we we know what they want to do. I feel like we kind of got caught with our pants down, so to speak, Um, knowing that the left were very desperate. They were in kind of panic mode, and they wanted their guy to win. They didn't want Trump anymore, and they would do anything to get him out of office, speaking about Trump. And we didn't take the voting system seriously. We took it for granted and here we are. So now we just got to do better the next time and not get caught slipping, as the cool kids say. Don't get caught slipping anymore. 972, you're
8: on the line. I'm going to to Yo, Mr. ABL,
0: this is Unified real quick. All right, what's going on, man?
8: Hey, how you doing? How you been?
0: Everything's good, man. Can't complain.
8: Yes, sir. Uh, quick question. Did you see the governor of Oregon? She had a... She had a thing where she actually suspended the uh proficiency test for reading, writing, and uh math for three years for high school students. And her reasoning is because she says it'll benefit quote unquote people of color. I don't
0: know <laughs> if you saw that. Um I, I so saw that was on the news. I I, I saw some of that. I didn't look into all the way, but I've seen this a lot though. I saw it in Virginia did the same thing. Um what the problem is that they know that blacks and Hispanics are performing poorly in these areas and the basic areas need to be performing well in reading, writing, and arithmetic. And a lot of us normies have been saying, Hey, rather than focusing on critical race theory, how about focusing on those things, reading, writing, and arithmetic. So rather than doing that, rather than trying to educate kids better, rather than encouraging parents, to educate the kids better before they get to school, before they become, you know, five, six years old, you know, uh, putting them in front of reading rainbow or something like that from back in the day. Rather than doing that, what are they doing? Trying to disguise it, trying to cover it up. So you have the veneer of equality. It looks like equality, but it's not really. It's just an illusion of it. That's all that it is. They're trying to make things appear one way so they look good in the eyes of a lot of woke people. That's all.
8: Right, right. It's one of the most pandering and, at the same time, disrespectful things I've ever seen. It's like, you're not helping them. You're pretty much telling them that you don't think they're smart enough to pass it, but they're not seeing that. And they're, like, taking that high five and like, yeah, I ain't got to take the test because you're going to be dumb for the next three years because now you don't have to take the test. So, to me, it's just ridiculous. Uh, The last thing I was going to tell you, I know you said, um, I was watching, you said you showed a guy on Facebook a video about Walensky. There was one that I posted months ago where she was on the – I can't remember who she was talking to. Somebody within the – I don't know who the guy was. Um, And somehow nobody caught this. I was surprised I I, I didn't see it anywhere else. She actually said out her own mouth on live TV that the CDC, quote-unquote, mandates are not law. She said it's not law, but it is a recommendation. So if people were to take her words at face value, just like the other video that you showed the dude on Facebook, people would wake up. You know they, they think they're so woke, but they're actually in a deep sleep. You know the crazy thing is, when they finally admit the truth, the same people who were spoon fed the news and got their panic from the news and their ignorance from the news, when the truth finally comes out, that's the news segment that they just happen to miss. They don't want to believe the news no more when the truth is finally told. So with those people, I don't want to say they're a lost cause, but I don't know what to tell you. Like you 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 just you just you're just stupid on purpose. So. I don't know. I give up on people like that sometimes. But, you know, give them to the God. What can we do?
0: All right. Right on. All
8: right, man. I appreciate your time, man.
0: All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. You, yes, sir. Good call. Yeah, that whole thing about, um, what is that, Oregon? Where they suspended the reading, writing, all that. Um, they're just, what, what they're saying is, blacks and Hispanics, you can't do this. You're not good at this. It doesn't matter if you have parents that care. Nah, you just you just can't do it. Because there are lower scores in general, which is a fact, that means all you guys are the same. It goes back to the whole thing about segregation. Let's put all the blacks in one class because they're going to be all, all all the same. It doesn't matter if there's anybody in there that can do better, that has parents, that really care. Ah, let's not worry about that. They're all the same. Put them in one class. And we we fight a lot to get rid of that. But here we are. We're going right back to it. Critical race theory, things of that nature, That's all part of the same thing. It's all part of it. It all kind of goes together. It all kind of works in concert with each other. Yeah. And and then if you get any kids that are celebrating this, they don't even understand. They're being called dumb and they're celebrating it. Yeah, we're dumb. High five. So silly. Bob versus windshield says, so um, how I see it in Oregon. Now an average 13 year old kid can challenge the high school diploma and graduate with his great education. Yeah, pretty much. Um, let me see. Also, hold on. Buffers Windshield says frontspeech.com speech.com, watch some of it. Wow, my little guy has some serious data to back up his claims. It's free. Watch some of it. Now, I heard about Michael Lindell's uh his his website and whatnot, but I don't have a lot of time to watch long things like that. You know, I try to get to the stories of the day, read up on that, do more articles. My time is very limited. So, if there's anything that I can really take from that and sink my teeth into, y'all please send it to me. But I've not really heard, I've not had anything sent my direction that I could sink my teeth into. What I hear from that is, it's a lot of good information, a lot of food for thought, but I've not gotten anything that's really concrete. That's all. But if there is anything like that, then please send it my way. i love to see it. My email and everything's on my website, anthonyblogan.com, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, that letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. Let's get to the next call. Seven six three. You're going to learn That's who I'm speaking to. Seven six three. Hello.
10: Hello. Is this uh, the channel for Anthony Brian Logan?
0: This is me speaking. How's it? How's everything going?
10: Fine. How are you?
0: I'm well. Can't complain.
10: I um I'm thinking about this um, standardized testing and how this these these teachers have said get away with it. I mean, you know, be done with it. Um, standardized testing was never, never legitimate in my opinion, although as a basic test, it makes sense. But, you know, if we go into the, the notions of uh, types of learning, there are at least seven, right? The, the old model is seven types of learning. Um, standardized tests Standardized tests only account for three. Uh, so we've always had four different groups of kids that didn't account for these standardized testing. So, okay, get rid of the standardized tests. That's fine. But if you are not replacing it with anything else, then it's useless because we're, we're literally telling the children you don't have any accountability when in fact, why don't we find out what they are good at So they can be accountable for what they are good at to make them feel like responsible members of society.
0: So, I mean, okay. Okay. So my, my question to you would be if we eliminate standardized tests, what do we replace it with? What should go in its place? If we get rid of it?
10: uh, That's a great question. I think the whole, the whole notion of standardized, we need to, we need to figure out an entirely different system. An entirely different system. I know that's going to take a long time. It's going to take a lot of people and a lot of conversations. But it's something that needs to be done.
0: I think that standardized tests, um, when you're talking about stuff like SATs, it's a good measure of where people are academically and IQ-wise. It, it, it does pretty well because once you, once you put that into practice, look, prime example – if you use the SAT scores, when you're talking about college admissions and in some of these really high intensity programs, those that perform well on the SATs perform well generally in these high intensity programs. Those that perform poorly on the SAT perform poorly generally on these high intensity programs. This is why when you have affirmative action and the kind of invisible quota system coming to the place and coming to the mix... Um, the kids that don't benefit from affirmative action get in there based on straight meritocracy, good SAT score. You get in, you perform well. Now the kids that get in there because of race and they don't have good SAT scores. They are almost always perform poorly. Then it's a problem. Then it's, then it's a matter of, Oh, well I'm not doing well in this class because the teacher is racist. He doesn't like black students. And they're mind, they have a case because Everybody in the class that's Black for the most part, Black Americans usually, that get in there because of affirmative action, they perform poorly. Not because they're Black, it's because they have low SAT scores. Now the Nigerians and some of the Islanders who have high SAT scores a lot of times, and some Black Americans perform better. So I think the SAT score and other tests like that have a place, but maybe kind of a midway point between you and I would be, let's have other things that can develop a child rather than just to focus being on uh, standardized tests. Does that make sense?
10: Yes. Yes, absolutely. I, I agree that the standardized tests as they are now are good are good for some things. They're good for some analyses, et cetera, but but not for everything. That's what I mean. There there are Honest, other things I agree. I mean but but they only they only have the standardized tests in, in how many subjects math science writing is it social studies now
0: i mean but that's that's the main ones really the the main things that really truly matter when you're talking about tests reading writing arithmetic that's really because those are right. skills you have to okay. have you got you got to be able to know how to read got you got to understand yes. how to write yes. and you need to have some math Absolutely. that's I mean, other things Absolutely. are kind of ancillary, in my opinion.
10: Yeah, I I understand that. And I, I believe you are right in that, that those are the foundation things. You need to learn those before you can do or before you can excel in anything else. Because, if you, you know, if you can't add five plus five, I'm, I'm sorry, but we're going to have a problem.
1: Right. Exactly. Um, I,
10: I just mean, uh you know, some kids that maybe they get like mediocre on their uh, standardized tests, but they're very, very good at these other things. And those other things happen to have been the things that were cut. You know, I mean, some children le- learn music by way of math, some tr- children learn math by way of music.
0: Well, see, and, what, I
10: mean, why what, are we planning this curriculum?
0: Well, what happens with that is if you have. Kids that need specialized learning—that's where homeschool comes in. That's where private school. That's where tutors come in. That—that—that—that's when that kind of comes in. Because if you go into public school and there's one curriculum, that the curriculum can't be tailored to just one of the kids out of the class of thirty. The, the curriculum needs to be for everyone to be able to pick up. Now that's why I say uh, you just yourself other options. Like if if the kid needs to be taught a certain way that's different than everyone else in the class. Hey, let let the mom stay home and have a community and homeschool. That'd be better for the kid. That that's a solution right there. Now right. I know it's I know it's but not easy to do that. I know it's not easy to do that, but that's a solution that you can you can use.
10: Right, but but uh, what happens if the if the mother already has six kids and um, well, I mean, I happen to get one kid in my classroom that's very exceptional. Um, what, 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 what do you think? So he, maybe he failed some of these standardized tests, but he's very, very talented in something else. And I will stand there and I will attest to it and I will help him to get better and prove it. But, but because he doesn't adhere to these standards, then, uh, well, guess what? I'm sorry, but uh, I can't test you for this. And your mom clearly doesn't know how to treat you for this. So where do we go for that? I, I don't know. I, I absolutely agree. People need to take more accountability for their own kids, and you shouldn't have kids if you can't take care of them, but at the same time, we already have a lot of very, very sweet American children sitting in our American classrooms, and they want to learn, and they want to be good people, but they don't know how.
0: Well, I'm not sure what the answer is to that, but I think that this could just be explored a little bit more. But I got a few more calls on the line. So thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you.
10: Thank you for talking to me. All right, now thank you. Thank.
0: you. All right, shout out to the caller. Yeah, I mean, if you got six kids, and I mean, at a certain point, you got to be able to do what's right for your kids. I know, I know it can be hard, but that's that's life. That's how it is sometimes. That's just what it is. And someone said that they also look at GPAs as far as, you know, getting into college and a high SAT is not always required for college. Well, it depends on where you're going. And the GPA is less important. It's important to a fault, but GPAs don't always mean a lot. Because like I said before, um, one of you guys sent me a comment saying that you work at a community college and the valedictorian Well, pardon me. A girl that was valedictorian at her high school went to a community college trying to enroll. And you got to do the test to see where you stand if you need to, you know, to, to show what classes you need to get into right away. She takes the test and everything comes back remedial. She needs remedial classes at a community college. But she was a valedictorian at her high school. So her GPA was probably in the high threes or uh, close to, you know, somewhere close to a four or even the 4.0. But why does it matter if your school is trashed, education is trash, and everybody in your class is kind of, if everyone in the class is beneath you and you can't read, your GPA is irrelevant, but the SAT score that'll tell you right there, because it's standardized across the board. It won't take into account your particular school, your particular teachers or whatever, it's for everybody. So it's a good gauge of where you are academically when you're talking about going to college. An SAT score, I don't even know what my SAT score is really, but I got into college. I, I did well on the reading part, not so well on, on the writing part. I mean, part me, I did well on the reading and writing, but not so well on the um on the math, as far as I remember. I did okay on the math, but not that well. I I excellent in the reading part but I don't even know what it is. I still got into college, but if you're trying to go to one of these high intensity programs, you're trying to go to one of these Ivy leagues, you're trying to go to MIT, something like that. You're trying to become mathematician or you're trying to get a master's. You're going to need the SAT. You're going to need to go pretty high to get into some of these exclusive programs that everybody wants to get into. But now you have woke colleges trying to talk about, Oh, we need more than your SAT. We need personality, but that's a different story. 516 on the line. Who am I speaking to?
11: Hi, ABL. This is Rob. Um, How are you?
0: I'm well about yourself.
7: Doing well. Thank you. I just wanted to um, comment on the previous lady's um, call regarding standardized testing. Yeah. Uh, A lot of these people, they're trying to look for a perfect solution when there isn't one, you know, like, Thomas Sowell, when he says it, you know, there's no solution. There are only trade-offs. So um, I don't think there's really anything that would kind of cater to everyone. So, and I agree with what you said, the best thing we can do is to have something for most so that we can, you know, serve the most people. And there's always going to be a few in there that, unfortunately, are not going to benefit as much.
11: But it's just the way it is.
0: Exactly. That's that's just really what it is. And, you know, that's it's unfortunate, but that's just the reality. We're talking about public school, especially. And that's why I say there's other options available. And if these options aren't available, then that's just life. Sometimes you can't get everything. You, you can't always have perfection.
11: Yes. Yes, I agree. Totally. That's that's
7: also the point that I was making. Yes. Anyway, thank you very much, A.B.L. Uh, again, I love your show and have a good night.
0: I thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Shout out to the caller. I have a video here from Libs of TikTok on the Twitters. L-I-B-S-O-F-T-I-K-T-O-K, Libs of TikTok on the Twitters. And I just came across it on my timeline just now. Because I I like to check when I'm doing a show to see what's going on. You know, if there's any breaking news. Because I do do breaking news sometimes if I'm going live. And this particular person, the headline here says, or pardon me, the caption says Kentucky teacher shows off entire school decked out in BLM and pride flags. So we're talking about getting rid of critical race theory, all this woke stuff. What's what we're talking about right here. Imagine sending your kid to school and they're getting taught this ridiculous nonsense. Okay. And I guess it's a question right here that she may respond to. And the question says, where do you teach that you're allowed to put up the pride flag I will be fired so fast.
7: I teach in Kentucky
1: and I am very grateful um, for my district and my school. And I'm not the only one who has flags up either. This is another
0: classroom. So she's in a different classroom with her camera. And I see one of these new um, pride flags with all all different colors on it. All the, the triangles, different kind of shapes and whatnot. And then I see the Black Lives Matter. And there's one right there. And I don't know what that is in the middle. I can't tell what that is. Um, another. And there's another one. Pride flag with all the triangles and shapes and stuff. And then the BLM. And something else with a purple, big purple background with something else in the center. I'm not really sure what that is. They, they make up new flags every single day. So I have no idea what all of them are.
2: Another
0: one. This right here. Um, it's a sticker that says safe zone. It's like a triangle with the, the the pride colors, this gay symbol, I suppose. And then it says sexual orientation and some other stuff. Gender. What does that say? Gender orientation. I don't know what that says.
1: Another one.
0: Another one. So, and these flags are over the window. Can we get some sunlight? Is that, is that illegal nowadays? Why they put the flags over the window?
1: One more. And then we got my room, of course. And my cute little flower one.
0: So these flags are everywhere. Not just in her classroom, but all over the school in different classrooms in Kentucky.
1: And this is the best one yet.
0: Now this lady right here has her entire chart board covered in the pride flag colors. Can you write on that chalkboard when it's like that? I don't think so. You got a yellow chalkboard. Can you put white chalk on that and have the class see it? Are you going to be in there teaching or indoctrinating? You're going to get right there in front of your desk and just talk about Black Lives Matter and trans women are women for the whole time. What you going to say? And it turned out really nice. I- so, yeah, that's what that's what's going on right now in public schools. So this is why I say, hey, you know what? If you got a problem with schools, if you got, yeah, no American flags. Nah, that's racist. You ain't no American flags are racist. You can have every LGBT, LGBTQ, LMNOP, X, Y, Z, ABCD, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. You can have all these different things up there. Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot. But you would to have an American flag, the flag of your own country? That's racist. We can't have that anymore. Let's get to the next one, though. 7-4-7 on the line. Who am I speaking to?
12: Hey, it's Jacob Miller. How you doing?
0: I'm well. About yourself?
12: Good. I I called like nine times and it just kind of goes blank. I was starting to think that, that the uh, committee was after you, you know, the <laughs> far left.
0: Oh, uh, no. It's, it, it's, it's all good. What's, what's going on?
12: Oh, well, um, I was going to talk about one thing, but after listening to that last lady um, talk about education, uh, I want to throw some things out there because, no, the traditional testing—it's very relevant and it's very specific. It talks about basic job skills. You know how to read. You know how to write. You know how to add. You know They're, those are basics. We should never lose that. I mean, you know, there's nothing wrong with with recognizing that there are people who, you know, like they say, um, you know, the F people—people people who flunk out either you know, wind up on the street or they become like, you know, the big entrepreneurs in the world, right? The Jeff Bezos and Richard Branson's and whatever, but there should never ever be a discussion that you get rid of, you know, basic skills because you need them. If you balance your checkbook, you need them. If you go try to, you know, make a resume, fill out a job application, fill up your gas tank, you know, all that stuff. That's right. I mean, you know, she said she's a teacher, and, you know, I've, I did a little teaching. I've got a medical degree, and I've, I've lived in life, whatever. But, you know, I just, I just had to throw that in there because, you know, that's the whole thing on the left. Oh, get rid of this and get rid of it. Sure, there, I have a brother who's a genius who, didn't, who never graduated high school. But, you know, without that, you know, it took him 30 years. He's now almost 60, and he's finally, you know, making a decent living. You can't get hired. You can't do a resume. No one wants to hire you if you can't, you know, if you don't have basic skills, it doesn't matter how smart you are unless you, you know, invent a PCR test or something of that nature.
0: Exactly. You know, for regular people, for the average person, like you said, who does not become Jeff Bezos or something like that, Bill Gates or whoever, I mean, you still got to be out here. You got to work. You got to bring something to society. And if you don't have these these soft skills, if you don't have anything that you can do. I mean, you're gonna be, you know, um, you're gonna be a McDonald's fry cook, I fry cook when yeah. you're forty-five years old, and it's like, what would have you done with your life? So yeah, I, I agree.
12: Yeah. I mean, look at you know, I don't know how educated you are, but you obviously are educated in all the basics. You're you're well spoken, you know how to operate your computer, you know, you I mean, you are a very high functioning person and it's obvious that the reason for that, I mean, sure, you're bright. Sure. You, you know, you have, other you know, you're likable and you have tenacity and all that stuff, but that wouldn't get you anywhere. If you weren't able to do what you do, you're able to read articles. You're able to answer your phone lines. You're able to, you know, manage a marriage, you know, those are, that should be a given. That's just, you know, it's like learning to walk. Okay. You don't need to skate. You know, college is like anything additional, but we should never, you know, You can't reinvent the wheel and the wheel in modern society, in any society, no matter what the culture, no matter what the language is, the basic wheel for a foundation in life is learning the language, learning their math, learning, you know, how their monetary system is, you know, so you need math for that. You know, it's it's all that stuff.
0: Right on. 100% correct.
12: Okay, so just real quick, because I know you're very popular, and I'm so glad you're popular, um, (laughs) is, um, so I heard you mention the Mike Lindell thing, and you didn't actually go watch it, and I didn't watch all all, all of it, but the very basic, um, there's a whole bunch of videos, but there's one video that you can see, and he's sitting there with a physicist, and they're looking at a graph, and what's really scary, and I just sent you a um, super chat that mentioned how scary it was, is that they discovered an algorithm that was used to to change, you know, to affect the overall numbers in almost every single state. So it, you know, I don't have the link for you, but if you, it's there's a series of videos and if you go to the page it's called Frank's speech. Go to frankspeech.com and scroll to the very second video. Um it pretty much explains it in the first 10 minutes. So you don't need to see all the videos, you know, I mean, I'm sure he'll get more specific, but it's him and this physicist and it's, it's absolutely amazing. And, you know, I can only hope that, that people on, on the right have the wherewithal to take this to the Supreme court, because it's unequivocal. When you watch the video, you know, I know you're not supposed to say the F word, you know, the fraud word on, I don't want you to get deleted. So we won't say that it was that, but we can say that, there are specific algorithms that were used in almost every single state. And that's all I'm going to say. Definitely watch it. You will be blown away. I'm a skeptic. You know, I, I question everything. I think I'm a smarty pants, so I don't take anything at face value. And, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely worth your, your while to watch it.
0: Well, I'll check it out, man. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you.
12: Yeah. God bless you, dude.
0: All right, thank you. Uh-huh. All right, shout out to the caller. And the phone lines are blowing up. I'm going to try to get to everybody as soon as I can. Y'all just hang tight. All oh right, Matt, what's going on? ABO, what are you doing? Uh, not too much, man. Just, you know, doing my thing as normal. How's everything? I'm good.
13: Let me kill you. Your side tone here, one second. Hey, uh, Man, my kids used to love Paw Patrol, but I guess now that's like bad, right? Did you hear about this?
0: <laughs> well, because the 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 Paw Patrol dog is like an officer. Yeah. <laughs> so this this cartoon dog is somehow problematic. Yeah. The the cartoon dog was kneeling on the other dog. <laughs>
13: <Yeah>. <laughs> and they had to put a stop to it, but then. But then Gonzo is gay now, I guess. Like from like Muppet Babies and stuff, and Gonzo is like a, he's a he's queer folk now and wants to wear dresses and stuff. That's that's and right. Hey This it's it's kind gone crazy. I only had something kind of real quick for you, uh, man. I, I've been saying that the the United States is going to break up. I've been I saw it two years ago. I'm convinced, and I, I almost feel like I'm watching it happen and. Two years ago, I felt pretty laughed at, but now I I feel like a, like I'm like an elder statesman, and I'm the most sane voice in the room. There's no way we're gonna survive another winter. Like states, like you got Desantis out there saying, we ain't gonna mask up. Uh, And what's your thoughts on that? You think Florida's gonna snap off and just go be its own country or something?
0: I mean, you never. I I, I can't really tell. I think that people are kind of. Kind of a little bit to normify, if that's a word, to really go for something like that, to just become their own sovereign country. Mm-hmm. But I think what's going to happen, if we don't go down the road of just kind of like balkanizing, we'll just become, it'd be, it'd be more about states' rights. We're seeing that happen right now because Florida wants to do a thing, and then you have cities in Florida that kind of don't want to do the same thing that the governor is doing. He's trying to punish them, and then the federal government, they're trying to punish the governor too. There's a lot of conflict going on and I feel like it'd be certain areas that operate one way with their government locally. And then like, for example, Austin would be like a little enclave of California, but Texas won't really go that way except for some of the big cities.
13: Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I go down to Texas and I, I was, I was, I was even surprised to see how many people were mask wearing and stuff out there and like, what's you're, you're right. It's kind of like little pockets. Yes. Uh, yeah. You know, but I mean, like it. the, we I mean were failed states at that point because like, uh, a state is a monopoly on the use of force, you know, and, and it's uniformity of law and equal, you know, universal law is like a truth, right? You know, the same laws have to exist everywhere and apply to everybody. And then, uh, yeah, I don't know. I see. I see it's kind of balkanizing. I think. I think the economic impact is gonna is gonna hit pretty hard this winter. But man, I, I want to listen to the rest of your show and get some of the callers in. I appreciate you taking the call. Well,
0: thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, be good. All right, shout out to Matt for the call. Let's get to the next one. Victor, what's going on?
14: Hey, thanks for taking my call. No problem. that thank you for doing the video on that eviction moratorium because that really confused me when I heard that CDC was giving that out I was like wow they have that power to tell people not to pay their rent
0: right exactly Yeah. Mm -hmm.
14: but that shows how the government is trying to crowbar socialism Right there. They say that, oh, you're trying to make money off your property by exploiting mm. people from rent? You don't own that property. That's what they're trying to do. They're trying to sneak it in because they know that people going to push back on socialism. So they want to try to do it behind their back.
0: Right, exactly. Because the message is, you don't have private property. That's not yours. That's ours. That's really what it boils down to.
14: Yeah, exactly. Uh, also, I know that most people didn't watch the Olympics or what they call it as woke Olympics. I did, and <laughs> I do want to bring in some positive things that yeah. that was in the Olympics. First off, I was binge watching the the wrestling competition on the second week. You will bypass the wokeness the whole time. In fact, if you bench watch the, the the wrestling then you wouldn't even recognize that everything's woke. Also that Rachel Saunders the one that put that X when she won one silver yeah I actually appreciate that because you know why China won gold in that event, so it took all the attention away from Uh, China.
0: Okay, okay, yeah. (laughs) I I didn't even know that because all I saw was her do that. I didn't know anything about China winning.
14: Yeah, and she broke the world. She broke the world record in that in that event too. Oh wow! So yeah, so I I appreciate I did appreciate that. (laughs) The everyone was talking about Simone Biles quitting. But they overlook the Jamaican gymnast, gymnast, where she was playing with an ACL tear. But she was motivated and to make sure that she competed. Mm. Yet, though, thanks to Simone Biles, we, we overlook, overlook the achievement. Also, this whole Olympics shows how. There is no such thing as critical race theory. It's not true at all. People talk about Tamra Minsaho uh, stock or whatever her last name is. Yeah. The, yeah, the young black lady. For one, I'm beefing with her because she's she's from Katy, Texas. <laughs> yeah, I'm 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 beefing with her with that. But the other black woman I want to mention is Ashley Johnson. She was the goalie for the women's water polo team. That polo team was a dominant force. She was the main one. She was like a literally a brick wall. And with her background, she's from Florida. She's, and she went to Princeton University. Now we talk about how people talk about how black people, black people, really don't swim, and oh, the system want to keep us down. But she could swim, very good swimmer, awesome goalie, and she went to Princeton. Mm. How is it? How is it that critical race theory says that is used to maintain a social racial inequality to keep black people down? But you have that young lady as well as t- Terry Terra stock stock that rise up from that system that's supposed to keep them down.
0: I mean right a great question.
14: Yeah. And then not and also not to mention Allison Felix, now that won most most of the gold medals, a black woman. Yet though, we supposed to, this system is supposed to keep us down. The whole Olympics just shows how critical race theory is not true. But yet, though, people want to keep their eyes closed and and also put their ears over and put use that cover the ears. La, 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 Mm -hmm. to make sure that they don't want to see it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. But anyway, thanks for taking my call.
0: I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All
14: right. Bye. All right.
0: Great call from my man, Victor. Excellent call. And um, speaking about um, Allison Felix, now you guys may have seen a little bit about Allison Felix, right? And I got to give a, how can I say? I got to give a rare shout out to Tariq Nasheed. Yes, Tariq Nasheed, uh, Mac Lessons, all of that. Real woke black dude. Um, He pointed out the fact that the media are talking about Allison Felix and her baby and how she just had the baby and she went out there and competed. But they don't talk about her husband. She's married. It's like, okay. Why just speak about her and the baby? Because when you see. Okay, I'm, I'm going to show you what, what you may see. And then I'm going to show you the reality. Now, what you may see is this image right here. Hold on. You may see this image here, her and the baby, you know, just hanging out, doing their thing or whatever, but that's a husband right there. She's married. So why isn't that? Why, why we got to like talk about her, like just being a mom and strong and all this and that she just had a baby. Well, you got a whole husband right here too. I mean, is, is that, are we going to, are we going to forget about that part? See, this, this is what they do. Even when there's no really woke story to speak of the media manufacture a woke story or they just they they don't tell you the whole thing. They don't tell you that she's happily married and they got kids. They don't say that part. They talk about uh, strong. They, they, they try to appeal to the single mother type stuff, but she's not a single. She's married. Did you know that? I didn't know that till today. So, hey. That's what the media does. They always try to push woke narratives when there is no woke narrative to push. They'll do it anyway because it's what they do. And it's it's really too, it's getting kind of tiring at this particular point in time, but I don't expect anything less from them. All right, let's get to the next one here. Let's go. Nico, what's going on, man? Hello, Anthony. What's up? Everything's good about yourself.
15: Um, Yeah, I mean, everything's very really good so far. I actually just came back from Cincinnati lately.
0: Okay, how was that?
15: Well, let's just say it's a lot like Oakland. The only difference is I think the people are a lot less crazier. And despite being a big city, um, I thought there was a lot of people that were pretty decent to talk to. And here's something else I got to say. So. So there's a little part of the town, the city, that's close to Ohio. You're
0: breaking up, you're breaking up, um, Nico.
15: Hello, can you hear me now? I hear you now. So I was talking to these people, the Ohio
0: you still breaking up. I don't know what you're doing.
15: Oh, uh, can you hear me now? I hear you. All right, let's try this time. Um, if I break up again just cut me off
0: <laughs> okay all right
15: but um, so, so they said that they actually had a homeless problem that was a lot like Oakland but the only difference was they said it wasn't until about three about three years ago that 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 the city actually decided to take it more seriously and they decided to evict all the people who were occupying the, the public lands
0: oh wow okay
15: and they And I talked to them and I asked them, they said, has the city gotten, does that mean it's changed for the better or for the worse? And they said, no, they they said that the city has actually changed for the better. Well, there you go. And so I had a friend who actually, so I, because I had a friend who actually lives out there, I actually talked to his dad and he says that regardless of how the government goes, they said that the people here, they said they're welcoming people, which I agree to that to an extent. I mean, I agree that the people are very welcoming, but from what I heard of that, they don't seem like they're going to back down regardless of how authoritarian the government gets. They said that if they need to fight back to preserve the freedoms of America, then by God, they, they said that they're willing to do that and die doing that too.
0: Of, of course. Right on.
15: Mm-hmm. And... So, okay. So I wanted to say something else interesting. So on the way back home, there's another story. So I was coming back home and I had, a, and I was actually flying from Boise coming from Cincinnati. I had to fly to, no, I had to fly to Seattle and then I had to fly to Boise before coming back home to Sacramento. But when I was on the way home from, when I was flying from Seattle to Boise, I happened to be sat next to a, to a woman who happened to be a white liberal woman. Who, and then all of a sudden she was talking, I was talking to her and I had a pretty decent, legitimate conversation. And it's one thing she brought up to me was that she went to, was like, oh yes. I was like, I've been to, I went to a lot of feminist groups. I, I went to Amnesty. I actually participated in Amnesty International. And my first impression was thinking, oh boy, here we go with this stuff. <laughs> and then I told her about, and then I told her about that. that, and, and then she asked me like, what's it like being a, being a person of color in this country. And I said, you know, I never actually gave it any thoughts. I mean, true, most of my friends are white, but they still are. And I said, but I don't really look at it like that. I just look at these people uh, so that would could emphasize. And I gave her a more realistic conversation that I told her that racism is not going to go away either. Like- All
0: right, you, bro- you broke up again there, uh, Nico. Like you're... you're-
15: and you know what? <laughs> I said, so I told you about this liberal woman I was talking to on the plane, right?
0: Uh-huh.
15: And told me, what's it like being a person of color in America, and I said, I never gave it any thought, and I said that most of my friends are white, but it doesn't really bother me. All I care about is the common interests I happen to share with these people.
0: That's right, that's what matters the most. What do y'all I, have in common?
15: I mean, that was kind of like, that was like the most baffling question I guess for someone like me, because I grew up with a lot of white friends, and I was, it was the most baffling question someone would ask me: "What's it like being a person of color in America?"
0: <laughs> right.
15: And I said that, and I said that, yeah, sure, there's racism in America, but and I said, you know, it is what it is. You just got to live. You just got to accept people for what they are at times, even if it's not, even if they have like the most horrible views, and to an extent. Right. All right. But I know you have a lot of, I know you have a lot of calls right now, but I'm probably going to end it here, Anthony. Sorry for the connection.
0: Oh, it's all good, man. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you. All right. Shout out to my man, Nico. Yeah, it's all about just how do y'all get along as as individuals? All the other stuff is not as important as just being able to get along for sure. All All right, man, what's going on? Boy. Oh, hey, hey, hey yeah, it's Tyler. Hey, love. All righty, what's happening? All righty, what's happening? Hey, I was
3: just thinking, now that uh the love gov is gone, that the ity woke crowd uh might be going after Grandpa Joe next. What
0: do you think of that? Hey, they might do it, might do it. because oh, it, he Because it's kind of frail yeah. out there.
3: Yeah, and he he hasn't delivered on any of the things for his little socialist agenda for these people. Nobody no free hasn't. college. Where's the solar panels? Where's the thir- where's the windmills? Where's the $35 an hour labor jobs in West Virginia that's going to replace coal? He's junk, bro. He ain't, he ain't done nothing. They got to get him.
0: Yeah, I mean, I feel like he might go out there one day and just kind of fall out. If they don't give him medication. He'll just fall out one day and be like, oh, man, he, he's not well. He needs to go and do something else. Bring Kamala Harris in there.
3: Yeah, that's it. Hey, he couldn't even find the front door the other day. You, <laughs> you, you see your boy, this, the CIA man. I know they was man. But it was yeah. crazy
0: because he was sitting right in front of him and pointed, like, "Go that way." Right. He, he just he didn't still do it.
3: Follow directions. Right. My dog could follow. Us that could do that, but <laughs> good Lord. right. Hey, but and then one other thing. You know what's worse than, than Joe Biden and Kamalia Harris? Right. What's that? Malcolm X and Chet Hayes together.
0: <laughs>
3: In the White House together, right? Oh, man. Picture that. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, yeah. So, all right, Bo. Keep it up, man. Good show. All
0: right. Thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. All right. All, right. all right. Shout out to my man for the call. Appreciate him. And let's get to some more here. Let's go. Oh, the number to call, of course, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description box below. All right. And the phone lines are jumping, jumping. I'm going to try to get to everybody as soon as I can. Y'all just hang tight. Let's go. All righty, Mike from Queens, what's happening? Hey, Anthony, what's going on? It's been a long time. Yeah, long time no talk, man. How's everything going?
16: I'm okay. Uh, how's uh, how's married life treating you?
0: Oh, everything's good, man. You know, no, no complaints at all. Everything's just great.
16: Oh, that's good to hear, man. Um, uh, I've been so busy over here; it's not even funny. I'm not, I do not even need to go into it. you know how busy life gets sometimes. Um, uh, well, just a couple of things. Uh, you know, what, what what can what else can you say about Cuomo?
0: Oh, man, that that whole thing, that that whole story is just crazy.
16: Um, Here's my take on it. Uh, Letitia James, you know, is the attorney general up here. She distanced herself because she wants to run for governor. And don't be surprised in the next gubernatorial election, which is in 2022 up here in New York, if she's the next governor, which is a disaster for us. Which would be a disaster for us. Um no Republicans got a chance in the state. It's a one party state. You know, that's how it is up here. You know, it's funny. Uh, since, since Cuomo has been governor of New York, one million people have actually moved out of the state.
0: Wow. One million people. That's crazy. Yeah. One million people. I mean, uh,
16: as you know, I fortunately live in a, I, I fortunately live in, in a good neighborhood, but it's amazing the crime that's, it's amazing. I mean, I see it every day on the subways and the homeless, the, the squeegee men are back by the bridges. It's it's crazy. I mean, I I didn't really think this could happen.
0: Right, but I mean, here we are. Is is most certainly going on, and you know, people take sometimes they take their they take their safety for granted. Yeah, like you know, everything is all right. Nothing's going to go wrong until it does go wrong, and then it's a it's a serious problem.
16: And, you know, it's a shame. It's a great city. Um, you know, p- political, you know, political opinions aside, it's a great city. There's just so much history up here. There's a lot to do. And just to see it, <clears throat> just to see it wither away, with- wither away it's just, uh, in a way, it's kind of heartbreaking if you're born up here, you know? Right. Um. Also, too, <clears throat> just uh, my last, I'll just leave you off with this. So. You see Joe Biden today asks opec to increase production
0: oh i didn't see that
16: yeah he asked opec he asked opec to increase production because you know obviously what he did what he did to uh, the energy sector you know destroying the energy sector with all the with all the uh, regulations that we had prior um because oil is up as you know the price of gas as you know is up Oil is up 40 or the price of oil, gas, I think, is up 40% compared to this time last year. You know, listen, I get it. Gas was going to start to come up anyway because it, it's mostly due to supply and demand. But when you go and uh, put back all those energy regulations that
0: President Trump had slashed,
16: that also has a lot to do with it.
0: Yeah, it definitely does. I, I mean, mean, I don't understand that. The, we were keystone XL, depending- yeah.
16: Yeah, and why should we have to buy oil now from all these countries that hate us? I mean, I, I don't understand.
0: I mean, he, he's doing things that just simply don't make sense. It's, it's one thing to try to talk about, okay, we want to be uh, green, all of that. Okay, what you're doing doesn't make any sense. You, you're going to say you're gonna say and do certain things and then go and undo it in the dumbest way possible, talking about OPEC. Why not uh, domestically? It, it just will make sense, but... He doesn't want to do things that make sense. He just does whatever he's being told by the handlers. He's not actually no, in charge.
16: Exactly. And this int- – well, listen, he's an empty suit, as we, as we all know. We all know how he we – we all know that – I'm not even going to say it because of the YouTube uh, rules and, re- and ag- algorithm. You know you know where you know I'm going at. Yes. But, um, you know, listen, I mean, th- this is just – I mean, this is just treasonous, what's what's happened on the southern border. I mean, and what are the Republicans? I mean, there's only a few out there like uh, – I mean, she's a little bit crazy sometimes. is Marjorie Taylor Greene, uh, you know, Lauren, but, but they got balls. They they get, they come out there and they speak up. Where are they calling? Where are the other Republicans to call for an impeachment? I mean, that's a violation of the Constitution. Right. For what's going on on the southern border.
0: It, it really is, but it's like. There's not much talk about it it's talking about Cuba and whatnot and that's great but how about this obvious thing that's happening right here and it's a daily constant thing from all over the world but that's like kind of an afterthought
16: yeah and uh, I got um, I actually had two friends that live not too well they they, they used to live uh, maybe about five miles from me here in Queens
0: they actually just moved down to Tennessee oh uh, well hey they we're, we're seeing them all the time every day from all over the country. Yeah. All, all the time. They, they're going to that's Nashville, where, Murfreesboro, Chattanooga, everywhere.
16: Exactly. That's where a lot of, uh, that's where a lot of people, because a lot of, you know, because I think Florida is just too crowded at this point. That's where everybody's going. They're going to Tennessee, North Carolina. Uh, and if they don't want to live too far, there's a lot of them moving to Delaware because yeah. Delaware, ta- Delaware, there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's like, I think it, I guess it's a tax friendly state.
0: Yes. Yep. So, all
16: right, listen, thank you for the time. Uh, you're gonna be at a million subscribers. Like uh, I would predict, probably within the next year or two.
0: Hopefully so. You know, sometimes I like to play with my subscriber count. Speaking about YouTube, that is. But hopefully they stop doing that and just let me do my thing. So we'll see. Yeah,
16: you and uh, you and Brandon Tatum have really, uh, really, uh, really blown up the last, uh, you know, six months. Oh, definitely. Especially B Tatum. So. Yes. All right, guys. You keep you guys keep up the good work, and we'll. Uh, I'll talk to you soon.
0: All right, thank you for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you for taking it. Good night. All right. Thank you to my man Mike from Queens for the call. Yeah, it's crazy. We're seeing everybody from all over the country. Like, it's getting kind of crowded here in Tennessee. You know, it, it, you know, there's one street I go on in my city where when I first came here, about like in 2017, at the end of 2017, when I first came here, it was a little bit of traffic, but it wasn't that bad. But now it's packed. It's packed. I saw, I've seen the increase in traffic and the construction. Oh my goodness. The construction everywhere. They're, they're putting houses wherever they can find room, wherever they can find room. They're going to put a house. Okay. You got a little bit of uh space on this little hill right here. All right. Put a house right there. You got to drive up, uh, uh, <laughs> straight up in the air to the point where you're going to flip back in your car. And it's all right, man. Put a house right there. It's like that up here. It's, it's really like that. And it's 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 kind of crazy. But this is what happens when you are a tax friendly state. You're not so woke and crazy. It's it's a it's a it's nice weather. We don't really get snow too much here. I mean if you go to Nashville, you get snow, but we don't really get snow where I'm at in East Tennessee. You go to Nashville, all of that, you you get some snow. Cause you're higher up on the plateau and you're further out and up a little north. But where I'm at is it's cool. It's like Atlanta basically. Atlanta without all the Atlanta nonsense that goes on and the Atlanta politics. So, all I say is to anybody that's moving here, when in Rome, do as the Romans, and I'll just leave that there. But I get to the next call in the meantime, in between time. Let's go 954 don't line. Who am I speaking to?
10: <gasps> this is me. I'm live. Last... <gasps> wow, that's amazing. All right. I was just listening to what you were talking about uh, last call. You are talking about Tennessee moving down here. Yeah. Yeah. It's the same way over here in Clarksville. Like literally I've only moved here two years ago and every, every street that you could find that you could find that was a farmer's field two years ago, they just gone and put up the housing development and the roads, like all the infrastructure cannot handle it. It is crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing it all the time. I'm seeing construction everywhere, parking lots getting broken up because people driving on them so much. That's, that's, that's a constant thing here. And if I go to like Nashville, like if I go to like Murfreesboro and stuff like that, oh, it's packed, packed because mm-hmm. everybody wants to go right there. That's where, that's when they think Tennessee. Yeah. They think they think Elvis and country, so they want to go straight to the center.
10: And I think I like Nashville. Like Nashville's fun. It's it's fun for a good time, but yeah, the, the liberal policies and everything there is it's a nightmare, and it's spreading everywhere. It's spreading out here to Clarksville, but um, actually, I was thinking about earlier talking about education, you know, there's actually a lot of Amish people over here, um, we on the kind of by the Kentucky border and they only have an eighth grade education and, you know, they're capable people. They've lived their whole lives just on eighth grade education that their mama gave to them. But, you know, they got skills and they're able to make it work.
0: That's, that's right. I mean, that's, that's how they have skills that you, you're always going to need these skills, you know, how to, how to build a home, how to make food, how to grow food, how to rate mm-hmm. Like that's, that's always going to be a skill you need. And that's like my, my great grandfather, he had a third grade education, built two houses. It yeah. still stands to this day back in the sixties in West Virginia, you know, but again, he had skills that a lot of people don't have now.
10: It's absolutely. I never knew about any of this. I mean, I I grew up in Broward. So it's like big city. Um, Wait, i coming out here and, yeah broad um but yeah like we spend most of our money now with the Amish because they have they have grocery stores you know they have everything you want like they got milk uh dairy products chicken eggs everything that you want we just you know do all of our business with them pretty much because they're like it seems like they're like the last sane people around you know they don't care about they're not scared of COVID run around with masks on and and all that stuff and they just really work hard and get stuff done and I was just thinking about that with that teacher earlier, you know,
0: she,
10: public school is not going to save the society, you know, like one teacher is not going to change this, the culture. So. Right. All right. Well, oh my gosh. Thank you for taking my call. ACL. You're amazing. I hope you have a great night.
0: All right. Thank you for the call. I appreciate you.
10: Bye.
0: All right. Great call. Great call. And shout out to her. Um, The new houses um, new houses, Zealand's in. Well, that's a good question. Are new houses big? New houses can be big, but if you're in a development, what ends up happening is you're going to be very close to your neighbor. The the way it is now, well, the way it is in general, from what I know, and if I'm wrong, let me know. the comments. I think I'm right about this. If you're going to go out and buy a house, if you're living in a new development, you're going to be you could you could live in a big house, 2000, 3000, 5000 square. And that's, that's not humongous, but it's big enough. You could live in a 5000 square foot house, but you'd be right next to your neighbor. You could pretty much look out of your window and look into their windows right close in a new development. However, if you got a bunch of money and you want to pay for the acres in a new in a new home development, like let's say you got a million dollars and you want to live like in a real nice area, you can do that. Yeah it won't be that many houses out there, but you can do it. Now, if you're living in the older home, you can get sometimes a pretty decent acre, a pretty decent amount of space. So you have space in between yourself and your neighbors, but you're in an older home. You might be dealing with asbestos and stuff like that. Not, Not, not trying to fear monger against older homes. I buy an older home if I had to, you know, but, um, that's a trade-off. You're going to get an older home and you go, you might have some issues you got to deal with. But if you know how to kind of work with stuff, you do, you do your pest control and do your home maintenance, you be all right in the older house for the most part. And you will be able to get the space you want too. And also with an older house, sometimes it's not necessarily in the best neighborhood because the way it is, a lot of times in cities, the older areas were once nice and then they become bad as you get the bad element to move in. And people abandon those areas to their jobs and whatnot with them and then move out further away. That's not always the case, but a lot of times it is. And then what happens when that starts to go the other way, it's called gentrification. When all the jobs and the money come back, then it's like, oh, well, they they putting a Starbucks right here. Yeah, we're bringing jobs out here too. But that's a whole different story. And for now, I digress. Thank y'all for being here yet again, most certainly. Appreciate you. Yeah, your nineteen twenty home, hey, if you have a, a, a nice older home, hey, my hat's off to you. I'm I'm a, I'm a newbie when it comes to living in a, a home home. I've had, like, apartments and stuff like that, so I'm I'm a newbie to it. Uh, maybe in the future, your older home might be the wave, especially the homes that were built better. You know, they using Doug fur and stuff like that and brick veneer, but that's a different story. I don't want to go down that road too much. I don't want not make it to be a, into a real estate podcast right now, but we could talk about that at a later time. Alrighty. 773, you don't line. I'm speaker too.
11: Free disco to get a hold of you tonight, ABL. You're,
0: you're on line <laughs> now. a line now. You're, you're, you're on a line now, sir. So, what's happening?
11: <laughs> okay. Okay. First off, first off,
12: did you hear
11: about that walk away Wednesday protest events that was supposed to be today? And I think I sent you an email about it from NTT News asking you if you've heard about it and asking everybody else if so they know about any protests in their area against vaccine mandates as well as the
0: mass. Yeah, I've not i not seen um, that protest happen. Did it did it actually happen today? It's supposed
11: it was supposed to be happening today, but I've not heard any of her word about it all day until I watched into the news tonight about a little snippet of it happening in different areas of the country.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't know too much about that.
11: Okay, well, if you do know anything about any big, big rally events against against the lockdowns and vaccines, can you please let everybody else know
0: about them? If you do you know, if I see something and it makes sense, I, I might say something.
11: Okay, okay, I do have. Have a question to kind of ask directly to Black Americans.
0: <clears throat> Be careful! Be ha, wait, wait, American. wait, wait. Hold on! Be careful here, sir.
11: Relax. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say anything say anything wrong here pertaining with the Obama party specifically.
0: Okay. Go ahead. Go for it.
11: Dear, okay, dear Black Americans, how come Obama didn't invite you to his party? <laughs>
0: Hey, it's only friends and family had to scale it back because of the Delta variant. It's only friends and family, so he couldn't invite anybody. 700. <laughs> hey, he, he, couldn't 700. Invite, he, he couldn't invite anybody <clears throat> from the community. He had to be out there at Martha's Vineyard, and it's got to be nice and peaceful, so he couldn't do that. <laughs> well, if
11: New got part of the family or Oprah or Jay-Z, <laughs> well, while Obama's partying up, you guys are kind of stuck at home home and a, a mask where you can't even see your friends and family, let alone have a party in your own homes and communities. But if you do, it gets shut down, whereas Obama dancing, dancing the night away with every single Democrat out there minus Nancy and Hillary Clinton were there, practically laughing in your face and everybody in America's face. So My question for all of you is what are your strong thoughts and feelings about that? And if you do you see the hypocrisy standing right in front of you?
0: Yeah, I mean it's it's pretty clear what's going on, but not everybody's gonna not everybody's gonna see it, but I see it. I think a lot of us that are in this in this room, we see it as well.
11: Okay. Well, well if you do come across any friends and family family chat, show them both the video as well as photographs because Obama, Obama, and as well as big tech are deleting the photographs of that party to kind of cover their tracks. Same thing they did with every other ever Democrat who violated their own rules. And speaking of which, here in here in Chicago, oh, uh, they finally caught caught the those two people who murdered that newborn.
0: Yeah, I saw that. Mother, I saw that. Mhm.
11: Yep, and. Another thing is the police finally have the guts to kind of turn their back on the Chicago mayor.
0: That's right. I saw, I saw that one too. Mm-hmm.
11: mm-hmm. So, so pretty much, I think at this point, everybody needs to kind of make their own rally cry against, against the illegal lockdowns and particularly in my city against the Chicago mayor.
0: Yeah, that, that needs to that needs to happen. It needs to be mm-hmm. a big movement against her, for sure.
11: Yeah, the uh, I do have one final thing to kind of address to you and the audience. Thanks to thanks to what you did earlier today about about what was going on in Atlanta <clears throat> with uh, segregated schools.
5: Yeah. <clears throat>
11: well, well, pretty much. That stuff's been going, going on for a month and for some reason reason they all seem to be happening in happening in black, black populated cities and they're always seem to be initiated by by a black female politician who's a Democrat most of the time. And I really don't get where where black America's head is with this. Well, I got to wait, 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 wait,
0: wait. I got to correct you. Now, I'm not sure about K through self-education, but I know about higher education. When I'm talking about, like, segregation as far as different graduations, different dorms, a lot of that's at these mostly white schools, mostly white, and then they'll say, well, we're doing something for inclusion. We're doing something because we want to have blacks represented in a certain way, so we're going to have a graduation just for them, and one for Asians, and one for Hispanics, and then one for the whites. So that's it's, it's kind of like academia in general, and you are going to see it at black schools, and you're going to see it at some other schools that are not black. That's what, that's what critical race theory is. Critical race theory, a lot of that is being taught by your white instructors, black instructors, everybody in academia. It's not necessarily strictly a black thing, but it does happen in black schools. Well,
11: I didn't say it was happening exclusively at black schools. I was saying it happening happening in a lot of the major cities didn't cities seem to be pushed by certain politicians who are Black. The big question I have to kind of ask everybody, everybody here is is this predominantly what you guys think Martin Luther King fought and stood for or, or not? Because what you guys see right before right. you is is not a disgrace to his legacy, but a huge insult to your whole education. Because in Oregon, they recently did... Well, we got
0: time time constraints here. Because you know it's past 11. So
11: let's let's wrap it on up put the bone in it. Check check out what's going on in Oregon. But have a nice evening.
0: All right. Thank you for the call, man. appreciate you. All right. Thank you for the call. Most certainly appreciate it, but we are past the time. Right to show up. Thank you all again for joining. I will be back again on Saturday for the for the live show. I'll be back tomorrow with pre recorded videos as normal. And thank you all again for being here. Definitely appreciate you guys. Uh Don't vote for CRT. Be against critical race theory. All that good stuff. And. That'll be it. Oh, shout out to the mods for doing what you do all the time, keeping their trolls in check, autumn trolls in line. I appreciate you guys for doing that. And um we got super chats a little bit here. I got them in this little spot right here. Make sure I had that window open so I didn't miss any super chats because the other way I get them, when this is not working, just was not working. So I got a few here, I'm gonna read, and then that'll be a wrap for me. And again, this podcast will be available on your favorite audio streaming platform. If you just want the audio only, you don't want the video if you're truck driving or whatever you're doing. And shout out to all the truckers and whatnot listening to the podcast. I see you guys. Thank y'all for tuning in. This will be available on Apple, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, Anchor, etc. Link for that will be in the description box. Or just go to your favorite audio streaming platform and search ABL Live Asha Pop right on up. <laughs> I want to say, as you have fun? Hilarious! Shout out Justin Lee Peterson for that one. Um, super chats, and then we wrap it up. Um, okay, where am I at? Thank you to Rod nine zero two six five who says, "Keep up the good work." Thank you, thank you for that. Rod also says, "Stop the stupidity." Vote for Larry Elder. There you go. Vote for Larry Elder for sure. Get that man. Get get that man. Um, Gavin Newsom out of there. Did y'all see him? Um. Cussing and slamming the desk, all of that. When he was talking about what he's gonna do for California, the guys are nuts. Speaking about Gavin Newsom, that is not my man Larry Elder. Larry Elder is cool as the other side of the pillow, cool as a fan, cool as a brisk fall evening, all that good stuff. Super chats, I'm gonna read rest of these. Thank you to Jacob Miller, Mr. Bluetooth Tarot, who says the Mike Lindell video, absolute proof is scary in that it exposes exactly how voting totals are affected, were affected, pardon me. Derner uh, 1804 says, I don't care if the engineer who approved the structural integrity of the building I live in was a talented and special child. I care if the building falls down. Welcome to reels over fields. Hey, that's big facts right there. Think it to James Lindbergh, who says, there are millions who can do Congress job better than the dictators in there. Hashtag term limits for Congress. Oh, yeah. A lot of these people, a lot of these people are morons in office, complete morons. You see, you got um, Corey Bush in there. Corey Bush. If you ask her to add two plus two, is going to be a problem. She'll have to count on her fingers. AOC, same thing. Airheads, but they're able to get money behind them, people behind them, and they're able to get put into a particular position. I feel like they're just kind of figureheads of the big money machine behind them. They're not actual leaders. There is very few actual leaders in government. That's why I say government should be small. I'm not an anarchist. Don't get it twisted. We should have a smaller government, not just this big overwhelming beast that we have today. It's just too much. And for no reason at all, other than just to have money and power and control, not to help the constituents that they purport themselves to serve. Um, let me see. Bob versus windshield says they're building everywhere. Born, 3.7 million USA citizens, 1 million naturalized citizens, and over 2 million illegal aliens. That's a new big city every year. Facts. Thank you to Ambrose Tease, who says, Lord's blessing on all my brothers and sisters. Thank you for that. And thank you for being a member as well. Thank you to Angel for your donation. And shout out to Boat versus Winston, who says, Governor Cuomo, what? Why did Obama uninvite me? As we all no, I'm a lovable guy. Just ask my underlings. <laughs> all right. Thank you for that, man. Appreciate you. But that will be a wrap for me. And thank you all again for being here. Couldn't do it without y'all. But I'll be back live on Saturday. Same time. 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To right around 11. Every Wednesday Saturday I'm here live. And I'll be back live tomorrow doing my regular show. And, of course, I should. Keyword should be live on Brendan Tatum's channel tomorrow. In case something goes wrong or something like that, I'll be there live. And I think tomorrow we have uh, Brennan Tatum, uh, Tass Smith, a.k.a. Modern Renaissance Man. And I always get to I I name two and I forget the third. Either it's Jericho or it's um, Oliver Mack. I think it's Jericho. Don't quote me on that, but I know it'd be me, Tatum, and – Modern Renaissance Man with one more. Y'all got to tune in tomorrow and see. And that'll be on Brandon Tatum's YouTube channel right here on the YouTube. So I'll put a notice on the community tab on the page so you'll be able to see where I'm at. I'll put it also on my social media. I'll put it on my Twitter and my Facebook so you know where I'm at tomorrow on Tatum's channel doing a live show. And that'll be at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All right, so that'll be a wrap. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out. And peace.